Um, that was too fast. <laughs> that was too fast. Hello, this is the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. I'm... You are Elaine Holiday. This is Carly Bill, Texas Creek Tony, <clears throat> and I'm John Knee Ringo. <laughs> Each of us. Who was I? Carly what? Carly Bill. Carly Bill. <laughs> Yours was the easiest to do. <laughs> That's true. It's actually started because we were talking about Turkey Creek. It's Turkey Creek. Texas Creek, Turkey it's Creek. It's Turkey Creek. And I said we should start calling you Turkey Creek Tony and then your last name. We don't it's have funny. to. We could stay But friends. we should. <laughs> Each of us has... Picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. Take, oh shit, let's find out. Sorry. Go we ahead. take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. You may see this one on Tony's top ten list. Uh, on all men's top ten. <laughs> this week on the podcast is John's pick. 1993's Tombstone. Uh huh. Now, what is this movie? A successful lawman plans to retire anonymously and move to Tombstone, Arizona. Um, his plans are disrupted by a kind of outlaws. And hell, already ensues. They're disrupted. He does retire there. Mm-hmm. He just changes his mind. <laughs> his brother's plans are interrupted. Yeah, his, his plans are interrupted by his brothers. <laughs> now, one thing I want to get straight here is that this movie is not accurate. Not close, not a, not even a little bit. It's, no, it's based on a true it's story. It's based on true First of all, there was like 47 herbs. Well, yeah, there was... And most of the brothers have no mention in this movie, and there was like eight of them in Tombstone at this time. Yeah. They just weren't there. Right. Also... So they leave them out the rest of the story. Why, well, was, why mention them if you're not going to be in the story? Wide Earp was a D-bag. No, no, futon. He was a futon. He was a futon. He was a futon. He's a dill hole. This story is really about two rival gangs. Neither one of them is really the bad guy. Neither one of them's really the good guy. They're just two rival gangs. Mm-hmm. They say White Herb got into law enforcement so he can carry a gun in the time. <coughs> you weren't supposed to carry guns because he was crooked as a hillbilly smile. Hmm. Allegedly. But romanticized and things like that. But anyway. He had a good PR man that made him seem like he was this really mm-hmm. big hero, but really he was like a pimp and a cheat and he a liar. A also, so, like he's a pretty terrible person. Even, um, Kurt Russell's portrayal of him in this, watch it, and you're like, wow, he's kind of an asshole. Well, he is kind of an asshole. <laughs> so, anyway, this movie had a $25 million budget, and it made $56 million worldwide. It doubled its budget. That seems pretty good. Yeah, but when you figure the movie nope. theaters are keep halving the money, that's not a success. If it, It's all about profit. It doubled because, its budget. No, that you, you misunderstand the way that the movie industry works, because everybody wants to make a little something. So the movie theater keeps half, you get half back. So if you want to go and say it made maybe $6 million, sure. But it also doesn't have the production budget in there. And I would say that after it hit home video, that's when it made its money. I'm going to say double-ditch budget. That should be considered a success. It's not. Well, it has a low Metacritic score, so... Yeah, it does. Money isn't what he got nope. this movie in for. But I, no. I will argue till you blew in the face. Of, well, just because it doubled this money, yeah. that's not right. This year, John's decided to take a firm stance on this. No, go back and listen to some episodes. I, I've been saying that since the beginning. It's like, yeah, well, but that's not really it. Anyway. But it's Rotten Tomatoes is not low. <laughs> <laughs> it's 74% and 90 It's certified fresh audience score. People love this fucking movie. Yes. <laughs> IMDb is 7.8 out of 10. And like, how do you get this in? Metacritic. 50. Yeah. <laughs> it seems very low. 
Very um, low. When I researched this movie a while ago and I got on the list, it's like, let me see if I can do this. There's no way. Holy shit, Metacritic 50%. Yes, sir. But with all those other numbers, that seems very low. It does seem very low. It doesn't like, make any who sense. Who fucking hated this movie? Like, this, the city Even- is flying. I have a bow and arrow. <laughs> None of this makes any sense. Okay. Dead air, dude. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk for a second. You had some things to get off your chest. No? Okay. All right. So where am I here? The beginning. The beginning. Oh, I have some reviews. So here's one from Jonathan Rosenbaum. Mm-hmm. A lot of care and attention were obviously devoted to selecting locations, designing sets, and grooming handlebar mustaches. <laughs> Much less went into making the movie. <laughs> one out of ten. Wow. All the mustaches and lightning in this movie is real. That's true. Red Tony true. goes, I think I'm going to grow my mustache out like that. Oh, you should. I said, I hate mustaches. No. <laughs> as long as you don't do it like the one dude, the Mexican dude, who's got only the mustache oh, on the, the little, sides, the little but tiny, nothing tiny, in the middle. Yeah. It's the reverse Hitler stash. The <laughs> reverse Hitler stash. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Or the we'll say the reverse is, chaplain, that way it's less yeah. offensive. Just a mustache just reminds me of my dad and all his friends when I was a kid. Not something I'm attracted to. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind just a mustache. It's I said you could grow your beard out too. I'm okay with that. But no, I was but kidding. No, just a mustache. I don't want to not be able to go in the, within 50 feet. In of the schools. 70s and the 80s, just a mustache was a very popular choice. And I don't mind just a mustache. That uh, gentleman who seemed to be Mexican, I would argue that that might be considered a beard. Not a mustache. It's not on his lip. It's only next to his lip. <laughs> that could be a beard or maybe a double soul patch. I feel bad for that guy because everybody's growing these great handlebar mustaches and he shows up to set wearing that fucking thing. They were like, what is that? <laughs> they didn't let him meet with the rest of the group. He had to go sit in a corner by himself. Like, nope, fuck off, dude. <laughs> like, they, Jason Priestley gets to sit at the table. You, outside. All right, here's another review. Never in my life have I thought a movie could be so much fun. I know The Expendables gets credit for bringing big names together for an action movie, but Tombstone did it first, and they did it better. Oh, also, facial hair is real. I picked this one only because it said the facial hair is real. <laughs> That's all I cared about. It was five stars. Thank you, Caesar. All right, so what did you think going in, Tony? I was like, man, I haven't seen this movie in like a month. I wonder if I'll still like it. <laughs> did you... you re- like a month. <laughs> Didn't you say, and I'll quote, cool ass? Yes. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I got Ben's uh, notes on the movie, too. So. I also have Audra's. No, okay. <laughs> well, okay, we're going to save those for later, though. Yes. Okay, don't me forget, though. Write that right. down. What did you think, Carly? Because you have a drink in your hand. All right, so this is the conversation Tony and I uh, had at home. I said... You wrote it down? Yes. Well, not nothing the whole, sacred? Not the whole conversation. Just what She's I said quite the that really upset Tony. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and put your laundry away. <laughs> and he posted on Facebook, so this may be familiar to you. Is this the one where the prostitute's face gets messed up? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't remember what was happened after that. He was just like... <laughs> She thought this was... This is the other cowboy movie I watch monthly. She thought this was Unforgiven? Yeah. Did I don't she... think I've ever seen Unforgiven. You never saw Unforgiven? I have. You were Unforgiven for not I ever seeing Unforgiven. I remember Damn. it. And I don't think that Tony only watches two cowboy movies. I watch Tombstone Unforgiven. Once Upon a Time doesn't really count as a cowboy movie. I like how Gene Hackman um, keeps calling uh, him the duck. Yeah. The duke. Yeah, whatever. The duck. Ah, fuck. <laughs> One. No Country for Old Men is that a, one. isn't a West. I mean, it's, but they're all dressed the 
just cowboys and wandering around the desert. Arguably, it's not a western. It's, 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 it's a style of western, but it's not a western. But Tony Marsh is alive and back to the future three, a western. Cowboy hats I mean, and boots wandering it. around the desert. It has a time traveling train in it. <laughs> Elaine, what did you think? I said to John, John well, Ringo. I said I think that you, me, and Tony will all have the same favorite character. I wonder what Carly's favorite character will be. You know, Tony sometimes she goes rogue. Because <laughs> we had a conversation in the car with Ben, and Ben's favorite character is not the same as Tony's. And there oh, was interesting. an argument. Uh, <laughs> like French and so uh, Nikki and I had the same favorite character. Oh, so uh, we're going to need to know that later, too. I want to know what Nikki's favorite and character is. I wanted is. to go back. I didn't have time because I'm very busy. But I wanted, to go, I wanted to go back and see how many of your movies have John as one of the main characters, because when we were making fun for a while there, every every movie you did had John as the main had character. John, this yeah. has two Johns: John Doc Holliday and Johnny mm-hmm. Ringo. <laughs> so I get double credit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's not just my movies. A lot of movies no, in I general. Know. That's I a know. popular name. I know. We were kidding because Demolition Man did to John Spartan and. I gotta say, it's all. It's not my favorite line, but it is the thing I say the most. Johnny Ringo. She loves the way that Val Kilmer says Johnny Ringo. Not anybody. Johnny Ringo. Just Val Kilmer. Which actually, which Val Kilmer playing Doc Holliday says Johnny Ringo. Yeah. It's so good. Looks like somebody walked over your grave. Mm. We'll get to that. All right. So, oh, I didn't do the, hold on. Tell gotta, us about who directed this movie. I'm going to, so I said, oh, let me get to oh. that real quick. So. That's what you asked. <laughs> Apparently it was Kurt Russell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it says the director is supposed to be George uh, uh, Cosmatis. But he didn't. He was, um, I wouldn't say puppet, but he goes Kurt Russell it. directed this movie and was fun. And Kurt Russell they, claims now that this guy has died that he directed this movie. <laughs> Which Val has been Kilmer validated by Val yeah. Kilmer. <laughs> Which, you know, whatever. It's Val Kilmer. <laughs> I, what I want to know is somebody asked some Sam Elliott. <laughs> it may be, Maybe but. Maybe have some weird pals packed. We don't know. All right, well, fine. Someone Sam Elliott. I don't would know never anybody. Lie. I don't know anybody mm-hmm. makes Val Kilmer or makes uh, Kurt Russell do anything. <laughs> do you feel like fair? I mean, the, Sam Walt Disney's Elliott. last words were Kurt Russell. I did, He's made. Do you know who? Um, God, what's his last name? Fuck, I can't remember. Robert Zemeckis. No, it's it's Kurt Russell's steps. His son with I think Goldie Hawn. He, they were talking. He was on a podcast I was listening to, and they were like. So do you ever hang out with Kurt Russell? Like he's your dad. Do you ever get to hang out with him? Because you know you're all over the place. He goes. Last time I hung out with him, he was like something. They were driving somewhere together. It was really surreal because it was him and Goldie and uh, and um, Kurt and their and uh, what's her name? Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Mm-hmm. And something happened, and this guy cut Kurt Russell off, and he was pissed. But he's like, "All right, I'm gonna calm down." And he pulls over and they're around him, and they're driving, and the guy like gets in his face and screaming at him or something. And Kurt fucking stops the truck and gets out, and the guy's like all in his face, and he's like, "Look." We need to stop. Calm down. Da 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 da. And the guy pushes Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell fucking knocks him to the ground, like decks him to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the guy, and he was like, "I'm really sorry, but don't put your hands on me." He goes, "Kurt Russell hit me." Like the guy was all <laughs> And he was like, "Oh, is that what you fucking wanted? He just wants to tell people that Kurt Russell hit you." But it was just funny as shit. He was like, "Yeah, my dad doesn't fuck around. <laughs> He's Kurt Russell." I'm like, That's cool, man. I would say Jack Burton hit me. That's just me. Yeah. <laughs> That's just me. I'm like, Jack Snake Burton Plissken. knocked me out yesterday. <laughs> Cash. It was Cash. Yeah. Cash hit me. McCready. Which is funny because the person who recommended uh, the director was Sylvester Stallone. Who really? Did, yeah, who did the same thing in Rambo 2. Because this gentleman also directed what movie? That's right, Cobra. 
Mm. Pizza scissors. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah. All right. So, who's in this magnum opus? Oh. Welcome back to the podcast. Most of this cast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. We're gonna only. We're gonna have but to. None of the women. <laughs> no. They weren't very well. They probably paid so much money for these men. They didn't really have uh, that big a budget for all these big names. So Kurt Russell, welcome back to the podcast. Tango and Cash, Big Trouble Little China, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Uh, what else has he been in that we did? I, don't I think know. that's it. This is this four? He's probably another one in there somewhere. I mean, he's been in. It's yeah. fucking Yeesh. Kurt Russell. But those are the those are the ones that I think of that he was in. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, Val Kilmer from uh, Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Did we do the Saint yet? No, I keep. We didn't do Heat either. We're not doing. Yeah, Heat's got to be a birthday. But he was in another one. (laughs) That's gonna be a birthday thing. Wasn't he in something? What was the one we did with the little sprites? Little sprites. Was he not in that movie? Am I thinking of somebody else? Sprites. I have no idea what you're talking about. (sighs) Sprite. Uh, Facing giants. No. Um, The one with the baby. Green room. Oh, Willow. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, my God. Jesus, why am I the one that remembers that? Mad Brownies. Brownies. Whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we did do Willow. Also, yeah. he was Elvis, wasn't he, in that? Yeah, true. he was yeah. Elvis in True Romance. In True Romance. Why do I remember when Val Kilmer was on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because one of us is a closet Kurt Russell, I mean, a Val Kilmer fan. The rest of us are overt about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next we have Sam Elliott. Welcome back to the podcast from The Thank Big you. Lebowski. Thank you for smoking. Thank you for smoking. You, we, we didn't do The Big Lebowski. We haven't done The Big Lebowski. No. Why do I feel like we did Why The Big Why would we Lebowski? do The Big Lebowski? Because that movie's awesome. I do not the have dude the same abides. opinion. I do not have the same opinion about that movie. Okay. Well, I don't think that movie it. qualifies. It probably doesn't. All right, anyway, um, it's it also it's Sam Elliott. It's a 71 Metacritic. I don't think that's getting Roadhouse. It. He was in Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Bill Paxton's Welcome Back to the Podcast. Yeah. He did that movie, The Aliens. And uh, you probably can do the big little box. Can I? Was he in Frailty? Yeah, Frailty. Yes, he was in Frailty. Directed Frailty, I think, didn't he? I don't know. Well, the, just as a side note, the well, budget for the Big Lebowski is fifteen million dollars. It in the U.S. it only grossed eighteen, wow. and mm-hmm. worldwide forty six. But really, if you're just going on U.S., which a lot of times is all we really care about because we're Americans, um, and did not make it some money. All right, this so, is a cult classic. This ain't. No, that didn't. Like, I didn't see that. So, so it was at somebody's house. I really <laughs> believe that I did not see the Big Lebowski until about six years ago. Everybody no, talks about it, but I don't really, really care. I didn't never saw it. Ben made me watch. You don't it. fuck with that Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, wow, we're gonna. It's gonna be a long time getting through all of these. Yep, keep going. So, so we're just gonna shotgun them for a minute. Powers Booth, mm-hmm. uh, welcome back, Michael Bean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was um, Michael Bean in? Uh, he was in Aliens. Anything else? Yes, he was in Terminator. No, he was in something else we did. Mm-hmm. He was in... Well, you looked that shit up. No, alive. Fire in the Sky. Oh, oh God. God. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlton Heston, Jason Priestley, uh, Stephen <laughs> Lang, uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Uh, who else was in this? Billy Bob, Bob Thornton. Every, Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome back to the podcast, Michael Rucker. The guy that played Ian in uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding is in there. Yeah, John Corbett. Yeah, yeah he's in something else too, but I can't remember. I haven't gotten him yet. Welcome back, Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> Welcome oh, back, good. Thomas Arana. Welcome. Uh, here's the guy with the great mustache. Was Paul Ben Victor? Yeah. Who? It really upset me when I. Welcome just, back to the podcast, Billy Zane. I don't care about whitewashing really in general, but when I looked up that guy's uh, IMDb to see what his character name was, 
and I saw he was not actually Mexican, <laughs> I was Corbett. really upset. <laughs> this, I think this I don't know why. six times. This will be number six. Yeah. It's Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. Tango and Cash, mm-hmm. Captain Ron. Oh, Captain oh, yeah. Ron! Oh. Stargate. Yeah. And oh. Guardians 2. Wow, he's Damn. a real fighter. <laughs> Captain, Captain Ron. I forgot about Captain Ron. I forgot about Stargate. <laughs> But that movie's so good. No, I just forgot that we did. But you shouldn't ever forget. I thought we just <laughs> if they all started running together, I thought we had movies that we haven't done. Okay. I need to put the Big Lebowski on my list. John and asked me once a year um, if he if he can do and John uh, the last Corbett was in the last Serendipity. Dragon. He was the weird <laughs> musician you. fiance. Thank you. <laughs> all right, and, so uh, that one guy was in Gremlins, the guy that gets shot, Bill. The the sheriff the lawman yeah. that gets shot in the street. Marshall. He's yeah. Mr. Fred. Anderson in Gremlins. Marshall Fred. And I just <coughs> happened to see this, but Kurt Russell's whatever she is, wife, I guess. Significant the laudanum girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maddie. Her in real life, her grand her great it was either her grandfather or her great grandfather started DC Comics. Really? Yeah. I wonder if they have any money or they got screwed out of all that. It's because you started it. It doesn't mean you got anything. They probably got... I mean, you know, they probably had some money, but I don't think it's like that. Speaking of being screwed over, I just saw on the internet this morning that Marvel is suing the Stan Lee estate to get some characters or something. They're they're suing... uh, Well, they might be suing Stan Lee too, but they were suing Ditko. Mm. Ditko was an artist that came up with the look for most of the characters. And what happened is they they filed a suit against Marvel saying that they want... The likenesses back because he drew it, and, and Marvel said, "Well, we're suing you <laughs> because Marvel has that Disney money now." Yeah. And that just sucks. They're just they're bullying everybody. Yeah, assholes. But I'll still go see the movies. Shang Chi was pretty kind, good. What kind of futons are you? You know, right? Just a bunch of futons. All right, so let's get started with this movie because we got a lot of movie to cover here. Yeah, and I have a feeling there'll be a lot of discussions. <laughs> All right, so we get a voice over by Robert Mitchum. Oh yeah, he's in this still. Oh yeah, and welcome back from. Or no, it's Charlton Heston. Yeah, he's in this as well. But the the voice voiceover is Roger yeah. is uh, oh, Robert Mitchum. Okay. Who they were going to have Charles as... Charles in a voiceover from Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we get a voiceover about civil war, post-Civil War America and how out of that came a legendary lawman, Wyatt Earp and his friend Doc Holliday. Tombstones, a boom town, because of large silver deposits found there. And we have cowboys, the first hint of organized crime in America. All right, so it starts... Probably, I would think, the first recorded organized crime in America. I'm sure there's been organized crime since, I don't know, Native Americans. I'm sure there was some opium stuff going on. I mean, organized crime just means a couple guys get together and decide to do some criminal shit, so... But I think this is the first record. Why don't we go to that village over there and steal their grain? All right, let's do that. Organized crime. Vikings. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, so it starts with a wedding. Um, some cowboys arrive. You know they're cowboys because they wear red sashes, mm-hmm. which helps. Like nowadays, it would help if you gang were in a gang. You did that, yeah. Like they used to do that in the eighties, but I think they stopped that. Did you ever see the? Uh, it was a comedy skit. I can't remember who it was. But like whatever happened to the guys? You'd be like, tell them it was the younger James gang that robbed the bank. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, I was like, whatever happened to people doing that? That was so much help. Was it Mulaney? Okay, He's, they used to shoot their really fucking names in the side of the wall. Yeah. The Scoggins gang. <laughs> 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 were bullets free? <laughs> That was a really good comedy thing. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so Curly Bill stands there as the wedding party comes out of the church, and he has his hands behind his back, and he takes them out, and he's got two sashes. He says, you all kill two cowboys. And he throws the sashes to the ground, and the cowboys shoot everybody holding a gun. <clears throat> like, everybody. And everybody. none of them get shot. 
So as they all fall, Carla Biggles looks like we won. I'm like, wow. Okay. So shoot everyone except the priest and the bride. And, and the groom. They don't shoot the groom yet. They don't shoot the groom yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the groom is ordered to his knees, and he refuses to get down to his knees. And we talk to the the Mexican guy in the Cowboys. Florentino is his name. Yeah, him. And he's like, he says he won't get down. And he's like, someone he's put this proud. pig on his... Uh, no, he says something else. He says a racial slur. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think was popular back then, but we all... That rhymes it. with wick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they, they shoot him, and he's on his knees, and he's like... Um, <sighs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. I lost the thing here. So the, the priest starts speaking in Spanish, and one of the cowboys translates to the same guy. What's his name? Florentino. Florentino. He says, I don't know. He's talking crazy, man. He's talking about a sick horse or something. I don't know. And Johnny Ringo is like, your Spanish is worse than your English, you wretch. <laughs> and they shoot the groom. And then rape the wife, the um, bride. The bride. Two guys take her into a church to rape her. Well, it's after the wedding, so technically she is the wife. <laughs> the widow. The widow. Recently widowed. <laughs> the very recently, recently widowed. The very recently widowed? <laughs> yeah, I've been breathing the Recently widowed. The recently widowed. Shut up. Um, but yeah, what kind of real special dirt bags? Like, let's rape a bride after we've just I murdered mean, her husband in the church. Yeah. They really want to get the fact across that these are bad guys. Yeah. Got it. Message received. Got it. Some Kill Bill shit. So now they go down and they start eating the wedding feast. Well, yeah. they don't want it to go to waste. They only knew we must have known we were coming. And so the priest starts really cursing at these guys, which is a really bad move. So Johnny's standing there, Ringo that is, and shoots him in the head. Yeah. And Curly Bill's like, holy shit, Johnny. He's like, really? This upsets you? <laughs> you just murdered 45 people. But this upsets you. And he asks him, hey, what was he talking about with the sick horse? And he goes, he wasn't talking about a sick horse. There's a Bible quote. The pale horse and the man that rode on top of him was death. death. And hell followed with him. Ah. <laughs> Uh, so we cut to the Earps arriving, and the first thing we see is Wyatt coming off the train all by himself. We don't know where his wife is. She's out looking for some laudanum. We don't know. <laughs> and he, uh, he sees a guy hitting a horse with a, with a, I don't know, some fucking leather Whip, or something. He's yeah. whipping him or something, and he hits him in the face. So Carlson stops him and hits the guy with it. Wow, hurts, doesn't it? So it's unclear whether this is his horse or he just stole somebody's yeah. horse. I thought it was his horse, but I was like, hey, I don't know. I what's think for going the movie's sake, we're going to assume this is his horse. Yeah. But for history's sake, we're going to assume he just stole it. <laughs> but because he literally just walks up and just takes it like, that's mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's, well, Wyatt Earp does that a lot in this movie. He walks over, yeah, no, that's great, mine now. <laughs> there's a, oh man, I want to say there's a comedy bit about Oh, Rob some... Williams. Rob Williams talk about how um, dogs pee on things when yep. they want them. And it's like, mine. can you imagine if people were like that? He goes, well, <laughs> nice car, Bob. Yeah, mine now. <laughs> that just popped in my head. A wider, just pissing on that horse and going, mine. Rob Williams, <laughs> so he took a water bottle and put it where his, his jank should be. And he's just whipping water all over the place. And you got to think people in the front row got water on. Like, Rob Williams just simulated pee on me. He's <laughs> a little loose, looser gooser back then. Yeah, well. Get away with stuff. So after he... Staves the horses immediately offered a job. Hey, are you Wyatt Earp? We love you. And he's like, fuck off. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm retired. Like, yeah, well, the, 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 is the, it the mayor or the, the. It's the county or something. The county sheriff. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not Behan. The county sheriff is Behan. This is, these are like county people, I yeah, think. Yeah, these are just other people. Everywhere he goes, everybody yeah. wants him. Yeah. But you'd think, how do they recognize him? Now, I know if they heard his name, they would be like, ooh, Wyatt Earp. 
But like, are there like pictures of him in the paper? Yeah. Like hand drawn yeah, sketches. Yeah, in pictures back then. Yeah, I was gonna say we know what we know what the worth of uh, I've, sketches. I've are. seen some sketches before. <laughs> Look at the back of her head. It's yeah. gotta be her. <laughs> you don't understand. This is a white guy with a mustache. Oh, here I mean, he is. Does he have guns? Yeah. Oh, that's him. Are they just going off a, a sketch that was like in the paper? Because well, he was in pulp novels and shit like that. So see the know. sketch from Winter's Tale. Right, so or the one from Cobra. Cobra. <laughs> that's my favorite sketch ever. So. The other Earps, yeah. Virgil, and by other Earps, I mean just Virgil and Morgan, because they're missing forty-six Earps. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they're, they're there with their wives, mm-hmm. and they're all happy to see Wyatt. And then uh, Maddie, who is Wyatt's wife, comes over, and he's like, "I need some goddamn drugs." No, literally, that's what she said, because you know she gets headaches. Yeah. She goes, I, none of these stores have laudanum. Now, anybody who doesn't know what laudanum is, it's morphine, or it's an opiate. Welcome back to the podcast from Interview with the Vampire. Yep. There you. It's opium. Yeah, so... It's liquid opium. She was getting high as a, as a giraffe nostrils, but that wasn't uncommon back then. Like, you see them, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, but these are the same time that a doctor would be like, have some cocaine. It was mm-hmm. also, it was like half opium, half alcohol, it was half temper- yeah, it was whatever, a- mercury. Who knows what was in there? Like, it always she makes you have- feel better. Yeah, of course it does. She could it takes away all of the brain cancer or something. Too. Yeah. If, if, well, who knows I've what read a lot of books They gave they that shit to babies. To help like my baby won't we'll stop crying. Here's some cocaine leaves. Have him chew on these. He'll be fine. <laughs> yep. Not crying. <laughs> He's not crying anymore. But that was medicine back then. So. Yeah. What's funny is in 100 years, they're going to think about that, that about us. Be like, <laughs> they were drinking cranberry juice. Yeah. Can you imagine that shit? Drinking cranberry juice? Actually, they drink soda? I, <laughs> I listened to a, a Patreon episode of Sawbones where they talked mm-hmm. about what, do, what does she think people are going to be like, what on earth were they thinking in 100 years about what we yeah. do for medicine? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or probably just mostly soda and uh, energy drinks. The fact that we like energy drinks, or like the fact that we eat chips, or all the candy all we eat, stuff. Yeah. like what is in there, we don't know. Yeah. Goodness. Yellow right. dye number five. So yeah, that's in Twinkies. <laughs> Everybody's known that about Twinkies. Once you've seen Die Hard. <laughs> all right, so we cut to Doc, who's at a poker table, and he's playing with who? <clears throat> Frank Stallone. Yes, that Frank oh, Stallone. From Rocky, and Rocky Two, and Rocky Three. <laughs> well, most of the Rockies. He's in, I think, all of them. Was he in Cobra? Uh, he might have been. Is Frank Stallone like a? It's Sly's brother. I know, but is he like a Ron Howard's brother, where he just puts him in everything? Kinda. Actually, I, I watched a documentary Frank, Frank Stallone, and he was. And when you watch his stuff, he's very talented. Unfortunately, his brother's name is Sly, and yeah. well, <laughs> I do believe Frank Stallone was a talented singer. He was. <laughs> like all of the songs, all of the ro- the guy, someone singing in the Rocky movie, it's Frank. Mm-hmm. Like on the corner, that's Frank. During the He's training not the scene, Frank it's I Frank. think of when people say, "Hey, you know who's singing Frank?" I go, Sinatra. "Stallone." <laughs> <laughs> who's that good singer? Frank. Stallone? Yeah. Frank Stallone. That's but why he's a very talented singer. Poor Frank mm-hmm. Stallone. I'm sure he's doing fine. Yeah. Uh yeah, he's yeah, he's not on the on the corner there with a cup looking for quarters. But yeah, uh, Doc Holliday's playing Frank Stallone. His name's Ed in this, by the way. And they're playing, and Frank Stallone bets $500. And I looked at the conversion rate. That's about fifteen grand today. Jeez. <laughs> so he put down a $15,000 bet. And when Doc wins, you can see why he gets upset. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like $500. I was like, eh. But yeah, yeah this is $1,863 money. <laughs> now I'm at it, it's $15,000, which is what the yes. equivalent is. Hey, it's a high roller table. Uh-huh. And he's there are like, people right now losing 
losing $50,000 bets in Vegas. Somebody right now just lost a $50,000 bet. I was to an interview, and they they said um, Art Lang and and, uh, Norm MacDonald, they used to do $60,000 bets. You know who's a big gambler? Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan here is a huge gambler. Yeah, well, that, hey, remember that time he quit uh, basketball to become a baseball player? Yeah. Not a surprise that he's a huge gambler. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll go play golf like $50,000 a hole. Like, who can afford that? Yeah. How nope. much shoe money do you think he makes? A year? Oh. Probably a lot. Because Jordans still are super popular. Yeah. yeah, and they're making new ones like every week. Yeah. So, yeah, quite but, a bit. But Norm MacDonald apparently would bet so much money that Artie Lang, I think, said that one time he won $60,000 and he just went and threw it in the ocean. He's like, I'm just going to lose it anyway. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. Speaking of winning money, Can we get nobody to the won the Powerball, so I bought some tickets. Oh, did you? Those. Great. I hope we win because, well, if we do, the podcast will be much better. <laughs> <laughs> this will, that'll be On my, location. That'll be my job then. <laughs> like, we're in Hawaii. I would better fly out Tony and Carly. <laughs> We're at the set of Tombstone. <laughs> All right, so. If we won oh, that would $500 be cool. million, dollars, would you oh, guys just go. quit your jobs and just come live with us as, like, our people? As your people? Yeah. Depends I what that means. I don't think Tony wants to be that beholden to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, buy a mansion. You'll have your Can wing. we talk about this? We'll off, can we wing. talk about this later? You have to run all the errands, like, go to the grocery store. Can we talk about this know. later? We'll see. Will you be our entourage? Maybe. So that we don't oh have to God. stop talking to you? Shut up. All right. So Frank gets mad and Six. says, without those guns, you, you wouldn't be anything. So Doc takes his guns out and puts them on the table and says, there. Now we can be friends again. And at this point, Frank's like, well, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Goes to skin that smoke wagon. <laughs> but Doc stops him and stabs him to death. Skin that smoke wagon. That comes around later. Oh, I know. <laughs> so now, um, Kate, who's Doc's Love life off. mate, <laughs> pulls a gun. And Partner like, in crime? Yeah. Pulls a gun on everybody. And they're like, well, looks like we've overstayed our welcome here. This is honey bunny? <laughs> and Honey bunny, yeah. <laughs> and they take all the poker money, which he won. Yeah. And as they're leaving, there's three they stacks of cash the by the roulette street. wheel. And he's like, yep, might as well. And he takes those and leaves. Yeah. Because we want to establish that he's not a good guy. None of these people are good guys. No, in the movie sense, Tony he's got to be a hero. Why are you going to steal the chips? Yeah, they steal the chips. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's just they're in a hurry. Just, you just take but them. But I'm like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, you don't want to well, pick them out. You don't have time I, for I guess. I would say that the pot. because there's a lot of coin currency at that time. Yeah. There might have been some actual so there's like, probably actual, there. so but there were actual plastic poker chips. Yeah. You can see them throwing them in, yes. but yeah. again, you don't want to but pick them out right. Well, pick them out later. You yeah. have to expect <laughs> that there was actual coin currency in that pot too. So she's yeah. just taking. Yeah, them. but yeah, you pick up the, the plastic later and you throw it out the window. All right, so we cut to the herbs arriving in Tombstone. We see a tombstone that says "Lesser Moore was shot with four slugs from a forty-four. No less, no more." Yeah, I saw that. I was real like, tombstone. Forty-four. A real tombstone. A real they death. saw that, and it was in Tombstone, Arizona, and someone's actual tombstone says that shit. And they were like, "That's awesome. We're putting it in the fucking movie," which mm-hmm. is why it's right up in front, so you have to read it. All right, Fatso. Well, I, all right, I put on a couple pounds. You don't got to <laughs> fucking tell the world, asshole. I'm talking to my dog. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Morgan is very excited about this place as he sees, you know, I guess back then it would have looked like it was a real busy cosmopolitan-like, but there's like four wooden shacks on two sides of a road. There's like 15 <laughs> people. And he's like, damn, this bird is jumping. <laughs> and I really want to describe a place as this bird is jumping. This bird is jumping. So we need to go to a bird. So they I can play say. Morgan <laughs> as if he's the most naive motherfucker. Like, is like baby brother Earp. Got... He is baby. Well, he's not even the youngest Earp. I think James was the youngest, but they do who wasn't Tombstone like, during this time, but they don't ever bring him up. Yeah. 
Yeah, they do kind of play him weird. It's, it's well, he's a baby brother. They're just mm-hmm. trying well, to give them Morgan's the prettiest. But Virgil says, they say this about, so uh, Morgan says to Virgil after they meet Maddie, I wonder where he found her. And Virgil says, same place we found ours. And, and that you kind of get that they're inferring that all of their wives used to be whores. Or that they met them in saloons or somewhere. Brothels, I think they call yeah, them. Yeah, because Maddie was a whore. Like, that's. That I was her job. I mean, that I is. I thought he meant at church, talking. but, huh. Because <laughs> well, what's his name is like trying to be spiritual and stuff. I thought maybe he was he got it from church. But, or... but I know <laughs> that early. Maddie Earp was a woman of ill repute, and when they met, so if they're inferring that he found her the same it's place possible. they found theirs, although Verger's yeah. wife seems to really love him. Yeah. Hey, look, but, she was a whore with a heart of gold. But like, how could he? She was also a single mom, worked real hard. How could he have married a a <laughs> saloon girl and also be this naive? Like, how old is this kid? Is he 12? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. It's really weird. It's a it's an odd character choice. All right. Mm-hmm. So, the we get we meet Sheriff Behan who introduces himself and he's, he's he just says, "Hey, newcomers to town." He doesn't know that they're the herbs. Mm-hmm. And he meets White and he's like, "Uh, hey, you know, I can help you out. I'm the sheriff here, but I'm also the county commissioner. I'm on this lot, that lot. I'm also part of the anti-Chinese nation." Yeah. He's like, "All right then." That's a thing. And then makes a deal because he's got three lots and he'll throw in a fresh cleaning just for, you know, for free. You're not going to find a better deal in town. Sounds pretty good to me. But way to not check on some shit, Wyatt. Savvy businessman. Yeah. He's about yeah. to take this town for all it's worth, dick. All right. So this futon gets and gets these lots and doesn't check with his brothers. Hey, I got you a place. You have to pay for it, though. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, Morgan introduces Marshal Fred. He's like, wow, there's a lot of law in this town. I just met the sheriff and the old uh, marshal's like, oh, you mean uh, Behan? He's no real law. He's he's kind of a, 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 an asshole. The only real law around here is the cowboys. You know them because they're wearing red sashes. Thank you, Captain Exposition. I feel like that's the same, like the sheriff is an elected position. So obviously Behan's just kind of like a political figure. That mm-hmm. makes sense. But it seems like that's kind of still the way it works today. It is. I saw our sheriff of, of our city. In front of some cameras, and I was like, "Why is he?" Oh, it's campaign time. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's out there and he's looking all like I. He was. I don't. Mm. I don't know who the sheriff of Virginia Beach is. Sully. Oh, the former. Uh... No, no, that's his brother. Oh, okay. One brother is the Commonwealth that's Attorney, attorney. And, and the other, other is, is the sheriff. sheriff? Wow, yeah. that's not at all the recipe for crookedness. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. What can go wrong with that? I don't. I don't smell anything wrong with that sh- pile of trash. Oh, sheriff, but. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work out? Well, all right. So anyway, interesting. But as they're doing the old walk and talk, they're like, "Hey, uh, this is supposed to be like a boom town. There's an awful lot of saloons around here." And, and Marshall's like, "Yeah, um, the saloons and everything's where they make all the money. These places are night and day. There's they're always smoking, drinking, and fornicating." It's Vegas. Before Vegas, the mining Vegas. town. Yeah, so it's a mining town. There's there's silver. All you do is dig mine and party. Said they all make money. Well, except for the Oriental. I don't think they can call it that anymore. No. But that's the name of the of the saloon. Yeah. It's the Oriental, so it's okay. Um, Wyatt is like, oh, they're not making any money? I'll be right back. And he goes walking in, and, and there's um, Virgil. There goes Wyatt. I'm like, you just let your brother walk in there yourself? And you I, don't I want to go with him? I thought that, too. <laughs> I'm like, you'd think the three brothers would at least go in there yeah, and at least check it out. There. <laughs> make sure he doesn't get the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Maybe they think it's funny when he gets his shit kicked out of him because he seems like a real D-bag. You back you your brother's play. That. 
that right there. All right. So anyway, he walks in and he finds the owner operator. And Maybe he, they're pissed about the lots that he just <laughs> bought for them. So they're like, you know what? Fuck you go ahead, Wyatt. We'll catch up with yeah. you in a minute. You take care of everything. I would like to look at this before we buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to be on the patch of dirt on the other side of town. Yeah, I thought Rocky was bad right when he bought his house and didn't go upstairs to check it out. This guy <laughs> said, hold my beer. I don't even want to see it. Honestly, when he was giving his whole spiel and he was like, I also have a connection with some places for rent. I was like, I don't trust this dude at all. <laughs> I've got to go with Carly on this one. Yeah. Oh, Carly Bill nailed it. Gonna sell them some oceanfront property in Kansas or something. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. And they happen to be where? Arizona. Arizona. All right, so he buys a cigar and introduces himself as Wyatt Earp, and the guy's like, Yeah, sure. And he laughs, like, Haha, I'm famous. Fuck off. Eat a dick. All right, so, and he's like, Hey, this place is real nice, so why is it dead? And he goes, Well, it's because of our dealer there, uh, old Johnny Tyler, who's played by the great Billy Bob Thornton, who put on weight for this role, and he has his one scene. Yeah. So he put on like 20 pounds so he could do this and mm-hmm. just this. Well, he's Billy Bob Thornton. I'm like, that's fucking dedication. So Kurt Russell calls me. He's like, hey, I got a job for you. He's like, yeah, brother, I got you. He's like, I just got to finish this Armageddon thing and I'll be right to you. That, well, this is before Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Maybe he... He's like, I need you to put on 20 pounds. Done. Yeah. Do you think he told him he needed to put on 20 pounds or if that was... put on 20 pounds. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe he just, it was near Thanksgiving and he just didn't want to have to watch his weight. <laughs> he was, he was so, he's like, anyway. so he's like, you know what? I'll make it a character choice. Like, hey, Bring buddy. on the yams. Like, Billy, you're you looking a little heavy there, buddy. Like, for the role. <laughs> it's like the role. You know how these cow pokes are. You have one scene. Yeah. I'm intimidating. I'm, I'm running this whole fucking bar for some reason. So, anyway, the dealer is being kind of a schmuck. and um, Kind of. Yeah. And, and he, Wyatt walks up to him and he's like, You got something on your mind? And he goes, I sure do. Well, what is that? He goes, you're sitting in my chair. He goes, is that so? You talk pretty tough for a man who don't walk around healed. He goes, I don't need to be walking around to deal with a tub like you. Just call him a tub. Mm. That's fucked up. He goes, I'm, 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 I'm getting real tired of your mouth. And he goes, I'm getting real tired of your mouth. Go ahead and skin it. Skin that smoke wagon. See what happens. It's like, this, guy, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. So then Billy Bob goes for the gun and he smacks him. Mm. And then he smacks him again. And then he smacks him again and he hits him with a great line. What's that line? Anybody? Anybody? You gonna do anything, or you just gonna stand there and bleed? bleed. That's fucking cold. I don't man. know if that's exactly. It's close enough. As, <laughs> listener, almost, you can't see page. John was making smacking motions when he talked about how he smacked him, and I kept waiting for John to fling his arm too hard and smack Tony. <laughs> <laughs> like, bam! Sorry, Carly. I hit all three of them. Like, boom! It was like the three Stooges. It's better than me and Sean Archer. <laughs> Ew. You found a counter for it. He licked my hand. She did the Sean Archer. I licked her hand. Oh, that's very Castor Troy of you. <laughs> yep. I know the counter to your moves. All right, so anyway. So now as Billy Bob or John Tyler standing there bleeding, he says, all right, youngster, you're out of here. Grabs his gun, gives it to the bartender, tells him put it on top of the mantle. It's like a trophy. So he's stealing more stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he stole a horse. A job. A job. A gun. Mm-hmm. And then throws this guy out and says, don't come back now. By the ear. Walks over to the owner proprietor and says, 25% uh, the, off the top, sound about right to you. And now we just stole 25% of it. So he yep. got rid of one guy who was muscling in, taking all of this guy's profit. And just <coughs> said, yep, now I'll take a one I, I do believe he negotiated his salary as the last one. I don't think that... And I don't 25% interest is ownership. That's not a salary. I, I'm just saying he's negotiating the price of his service. I also wouldn't say 
that Johnny Tyler was had was stealing all the profit. Johnny Tyler was the reason why nobody was coming in here and there was no profit. There's that too. <laughs> all right, so. And we cut to uh, Wyatt telling brothers, I just got us a quarter inch of the Oriental. And like, wow, look at you, Wyatt. You're always, you're the best guy ever, Wyatt. <laughs> and we see old Johnny Tyler. Now he's got a double barrel shotgun and he's looking for him. Hunting. He's hunting for, for Wyatt. He wants him some Wyatt ass, I'm just saying. And all of a sudden we see Doc and he goes, oh, Johnny Tyler. And he stops and goes, Doc, Doc, is that you? So now Doc locks eyes with Wyatt and they have a moment. And the, the Wyatt, I mean, the Earp brothers and Doc Holliday, they, they visit. Johnny Tyler standing there holding his shotgun like a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't realize this it's guy awesome. was wider. He goes, "No, you're wider." Oh. <laughs> so as he goes, they have this whole conversation. He's and just he's standing just there, standing there, and like finally a, yeah, yeah. Doc looks at him and goes, "Oh, Johnny, I forgot you were there. <laughs> I forgot you were there. You may go now." And like waves his hand, and Johnny Tyler says, "Thank you." <laughs> and wider does what? Steals his shotgun. Leave your shotgun. White Earp is a fucking thief, man. Yeah, give me a, those are really nice pants. Give me your pants. Give me your pants. Take your pants off. I want your pants. That's White Earp. He's Debo. <laughs> Bitch, that's my bike. <laughs> he Deboed this guy's shotgun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll stick with like ah, oh, he yeah. Debo's White Earp. All right. People don't say that anymore. Debo. But he Deboed it. Well, they need to because that's one of those things. Bitch, that's my bike. It's a great movie. Watch, Go back, friends, and watch Friday. If you don't get that and you're listening to this podcast, wow. I feel like that was a thing, even if you had never seen the movie Friday, you know what it, it was meant yeah. when somebody said, oh, they deboed it. It's a great movie. All right, so they meet with Sheriff Behan and talk about how classy Tombstone is and how, you know, you know everything's on the up and up, and a gunfight breaks out mm-hmm. right in front of him. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> like, they time that shit. Yeah? Who's yeah. in that gunfight? Uh, that would be Turkey Creek. Texas Johnson, I forget their names. Oh my God. <laughs> Turkey Creek, Texas Johnson. I'm gonna look it up because it's fun. <laughs> that old dude, you remember him, old Turkey Creek, Texas Johnson. It's a great Alabama. name. Alabama. <laughs> mm. It's tech it's Texas Jack Vermilion and Turkey Creek Jack Johnson. They're both named Jack. <laughs> Texas so Jack and Turkey Creek Jack. And Jack is short is a slang name or nickname for what? John. John. So Turkey Creek's name Jones. is Turkey Creek John Johnson because he's Turkey Creek Which Jack is another Johnson. John. Yeah. So that's two Johns. Son of John. Mm-hmm. Former heavyweight champion. So there's like Jack six Johnson. Johns. Mm-hmm. The mayor's name was also John. <laughs> Mayor John Clum. And these were all real names. It wasn't like they just kept using the yeah. same name. These were historical people. These weren't actually what they were like, but... <laughs> that guy might have fractured speed law, friends. Mm. I'm just I'm gonna go out on a limb. Have to get the radar out. And of course, they shoot this guy dead in the street, and Doc goes very cosmopolitan. <laughs> and of course, they stop and go, "Wyatt, Doc, is that you?" And Doc waves at him, "Hi," because <laughs> he is the original yeah. gives a fuck guy. And now we, another cut now. Stick with me. Every five minutes, we get another cut. Another another scene. Cut. We cut to Fabian, who's played by um, Billy Zane. Mr. Fabian. Yeah, Mr. Fabian, sorry. Fabian was the guy from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And Josephine arrive, and they come in style. And I love how Mr. Fabian comes out, like, and he presents himself, and he sticks a hand out to help Josephine out, and she hands him her bag. And he takes his bag, watch it again, he rolls his eyes. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Bitch, I, I was offering you a hand. Go fuck yourself. 
And so now she gets out and locks eyes with Wyatt Earp. Mm. Like, their timers went off. Perhaps. But they were analog because this is before the digital age. Yeah. So. <laughs> their pocket watches. Yeah, their pocket watches started clicking. And they were like, what's that noise? What's that clicking noise? What's that clicking noise? <laughs> Thank you, Joan Lee Bowen. And they have what they call a shared moment. All right, so Josephine asks, who is that tall drink of water? And Fabian goes on about this thing. He has this look of both predator and prey. She says, I want one. And he responds with, happy hunting. They're not together. No. <laughs> I Elaine had, had a theory that they were, to, they were friends with benefits. They I might think have they maybe they may have been. I have, I have a theory that you'd let me know. I think Jason Priestley's coded as gay. Yes, yes very much. 100%. He's in love with okay, Mr. Cool. Fabian. Okay, I was just checking. If anybody else thought that, too. I oh, yeah. thought that, too. Um, but also, I didn't care. No, I don't Like, it doesn't matter who he no, was. No, I think he's very much in love with Mr. Fabian. Yeah. But I thought Josephine and Fabian were having a relationship and that she wanted Wyatt as her side piece. Hmm. Maybe. And there's no evidence of that, but Elaine just in her head makes sense, so that's what and it I just, is. Well, I mean, they may have had a casual well she says she likes men she just likes it. but she likes it's men. a long trip and they got nothing to do this she, you know it's kind of bumpy on the road anyway these are the things we know about her she wants to be happy she wants to have fun and have things lighthearted. she enjoys men and she's not and she doesn't make any bones about that and, and she enjoys room service she's a performer and he's a performer he's very handsome he's the prettiest and, man i've ever seen that comes you know. later all right anyway so we cut to the theater where the cowboys are causing a bit of a ruckus. Can you describe the ruckus? Yeah, it was a lot of shooting and fighting. <laughs> and we see Breckenridge, who's Jason Priestley, yeah. um, Billy Breckenridge, is invited to sit right now next to Curly Bell, which is kind of, you know, he's a smaller man, and he's invited to hang out with the head cowboy. So this is his way of saying, hey, don't fuck with this guy, which is a big deal. Only right. They bully him and treat him like crap, but he's kind of <coughs> like their mascot, right. I would say. Yeah. So the Earps are there too, but they have their own private box. And Doc and Wyatt sit together with their significant others, and Virgil and Morgan sit together with their wives. And during the whole thing, so um They're up on the balconies. Yeah, they're up they're up away now. And so the guy's getting ready to juggle. Like, oh I've seen this guy, he catches things. And one of the cowboys, I believe it was uh Billy. Yeah, he's juggling uh bowling pins. Shoots one of the bowling pins. Yeah. <laughs> Of his hand. <laughs> and the guy and the the actor actor says, Holy God, they're shooting at us. They're actually shooting <laughs> at us and leaves. <laughs> and Mr. Fabian comes out and they put up like a pillar. Mm-hmm. And he pulls off his his uh his coat to have his And he's wearing tights. He's in a Shakespearean yeah, Shakespearean garb, if you will. Yeah. And he says, I'm gonna give you a speech. St. Crispin Day's speech. And Curly Bill says, that's the prettiest man I've ever seen. <laughs> and they shoot at him and hit the column. And he, <laughs> he shakes it off. He's yeah. like, fuck yeah. And gives his whole speech. And this is so good that the Cowboys fucking loved it yeah. at the end. They start clapping their hands and shooting guns in the air. And if you notice, look at Marshall Fred, who's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> if, like, you could see it. Like, he's up in the balcony kind of like with his head down. That motherfucker's asleep. That's the Marshall. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Tony goes, so now the next time it rains, which I know we're in Arizona, but <laughs> she's going to come in through all the holes you shot in the ceiling yeah, of the They're theater. very cavalier just shooting the, the roof out of this place mm-hmm. that they like. So then Josephine comes out, and she does a performance about making a deal with the devil. Curly Bill talks Faust, about, Faust. I, I would double-cross that devil and shoot him in the ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you do, Johnny? 
Johnny's drinking from a flask and goes, I already did it. It's a stone cold motherfucker right there. I've ever seen one. Johnny Ringo. So the whole thing's over and Wyatt ponders, well, who was the devil? And once you know what a clinky dink, it's Josephine. Hmm? Well, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Um, and she had a crazy mask on. Yeah. So. She was playing the devil, so she had a mask. Yeah. yeah. And right in front of his wife, Doc's like, would you look at that? It's like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he Doc might as well doesn't just, give a shit. Doc has zero fucks to give. Nope. He ran out of fucks 30 years ago. So they he leave. probably gave his last fuck when he found out he was going to die of tuberculosis. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with the history about uh, Doc Holliday is that he is from a wealthy family. He was a dentist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably actually knew Latin. I wonder if that thing about his first cousin was true. I don't know. I never asked. Um, so, the Earps all leave the theater and ponder spiritualism. Morgan's like, I hear when you die, you see a white light. How does anybody get this information? <laughs> because if you're dead, you can't tell people what happened. Because somebody and if, said it, and you can't tell them he's wrong, because prove it. And if you have a near-death experience, let me make some air quotes here. Um, you never really died. So how can we take that as, as witness to what <laughs> happens after death? <laughs> you just don't know. I like to think when you die, you get there and St. Peter's like, y'all come on back to the truck, we're going up to the big house. That's from Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> Alright, anyway. So, yeah, um, Herb, Herb, Wyatt asked the guys, hey, you coming to the Oriental tonight? And Virgil's wife's like, no, no. I'm going to spend some time at home with my old man. Come on, old man. And Virgil says, her maiden name was Sullivan. Don't I don't get the reference. I don't get that either. Does that mean that she's, you know... Irish or something? Well, she's or definitely or Irish, like, Sullivan, but I don't know what the... Wait, what is the... Yeah, I didn't get that one. <laughs> what is the stereotype with her being that Sullivan? Was, that, that was mean over that, our head, I think. Is she, is she a Randy Vixen there? Is she, is she, no, I don't know. Her, was her real name Ivana Humpalot? Mm. No, I don't know. we know it's Sullivan. No, it's Allie Sullivan. Sullivan. <laughs> no, no, it was Ivana Humpalot Sullivan. No, it's Allie Sullivan. We know this. He tells us. Nah, I think I'm right. I... See, isn't that weird when people make up things and be like, no, no, this is what's right? But we know that information. It's uh-huh. not you're trying to close a pot, a plot hole, pot through, hole. <laughs> a pothole through inference. We actually know what. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but so uh, Wyatt and Morgan go back to the Orient. So we cut to the Oriental, and some guy is betting deed. He's winning, and then he's like, "Oh!" And he bets deeds. And you see him put down four deeds, and he goes, "Up! Oh, I'm sorry, you lost." The next scene you see is Wyatt holding four deeds, and he says, looks like we're in the mining business now. So let me ask you a question here. <laughs> this is the information you have. This man puts down four deeds, loses a bet. Now Wyatt has all four deeds in his hand and says, we're in the mining business. Do you believe that Wyatt stole those from the owner and proprietor of the Oriental? Yes. Because, stop, because Elaine wants to fit, you know, wants to make this work in her brain. I wanted to tell you so, what mine. No, I know, but I'm not done giving mine. So okay. she, we have four. He takes four, gives them to the Morgan. Morgan puts it in his pocket. So would you say he embezzled? Uh, yeah. I okay. Mean, now go ahead and do unless, your thing. Unless there was some kind Look, of agreement with them, but this we don't is what get I that. inferred. All right. So we see we see the Pharaoh game. We see that this guy lost the four deeds, and we know that Wyatt is getting twenty five percent of the take. I just assume that that's what he took as part of his twenty five percent. 
I did not assume that he ever showed the owner these deeds. I just assumed that he made lots of money as the dealer, and he just took those as part of his 25%. So the guy who's just been taking things the entire movie, he walked around peeing no, on things, that's but fine. It, it never occurred to me that chair. he stole them. I just thought that was part of his take, as anything he took from the Oriental is part of his take. I think he's. I think it's he's the characterization thing. He's trying to. They're just trying to make him roguish. So he's like, look at me, and he just kind of does things and gets away with it. Yeah. But it could easily be worked it out. I don't know. I didn't show it. So yeah. It doesn't matter. I, so what the, I, what the I see evidence, on the screen is he took it. The, he yeah. The evidence I have is like is is goes with the rest of his character in the movie. He just, he just takes keeps what he taking wants. whatever he wants, and no one stops him. So he's going right. to keep so doing he, it. He just takes things. Like mm-hmm. he walk yeah. around. He pee. Nice car built. Yep. Yeah, mine now. That's yeah. that's him. He's just charming <laughs> about it instead of a douchebag like. Uh, you mean futon. He's very. He's not very dense. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't heard. So, uh, um, what a futon. <laughs> he does. I wrote it in. Which I did say while we were watching. I'm like, he's kind of a futon, and John's like, yes, because that's the first on. time I said it. It's catching on. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, so they're at the Oriental, and Doc asks Wyatt. So you find yourself be a. I don't know why I'm doing the voice every time. <laughs> so you're a married man. You're forsaking yourself of all others, and he says, "Yep, that's me." He goes, so if she walked in here, and he's like. And Wyatt's like, I have no idea who you're talking about. And Doc's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? Yeah. You're sure you're sure? Yeah. That's three times I asked you. You said you're sure. I want you to remember that. Three, two, one. And here she comes. Mm-hmm. And Wyatt looks at her. Josephine walks in. He goes, oh, hell. <laughs> so she comes in. Josephine starts dancing her way around the room. Gets to Wyatt. And he looks at it. Starts sweating. Mm-hmm. Profusely. You don't see it. It's all internal, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> he turns around, and so Josephine goes off with Behan. He gives her the cold shoulder. Yep. The cut direct. And Doc, and Doc looks at Wyatt and says, I stand corrected. You are an oaf. Oh, I'm sorry. Oak. An, an oak. <laughs> a mighty oak. <laughs> You're an oak. I said oh, Strong oak, oak, like oak. an oak. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait till the next scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Fabian comes in, and everybody fucking stands up and applauds this guy. I'm like, wow, these fuckers in Tombstone really like Shakespeare. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> All right, and Breckenridge is like, excuse me, Mr. Fabian, I really love for you to sit at my table. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All right, some guy, so now Wyatt goes back and he's dealing Pharaoh. Um, Pharaoh was the card game of the yeah. time, kind of like, uh, a little bit like Texas Hold'em-ish. Kinda. It's a it's fucking fa- card it's game. Pharaoh. It's Pharaoh. And, and only suckers buck the tiger. All right, some guy wants Wyatt's autograph because his wife will never believe that he met him. I'm like, really? From a cop? I guess there was no internet yet, and there was no TV show, so... He's a famous person. He was... He's sure. a celebrity. Sure. Kind of. Sure. Yeah. His name was in the paper. Yeah. Cool. All right, so um, the Cowboys walk over, and they snatched a... I think it was a dollar bill or something he signed. He's like, Wyatt Earp, I heard of you. And he goes... And so Ike gets in his face and says, Law don't go around here, law dog. Papa he goes, Dragon. Yeah. Okay. And Curly Bill bets, play some Pharaoh, and $500 to the king. Bam. Another fifteen grand, right here, which is a lot of money. Holy shit! The Oriental just took a big hit for tonight. Um, Ringo deduces who um, Doc Holliday is. You must be Doc Holliday. Are you retired too? He says, no, sir. I'm in my prime. He's drunk as shit. He's dressed. <laughs> and so I've translated the the Latin here. Yeah. They have an exchange in Latin. Now the literal translation makes zero sense. But you have to understand that the phrases aren't the same. So I've translated it into what modern speak would have been. Okay. Um, so, oh, first Doc says, well, should I hate him? He goes, well, I don't know. He kind of reminds me of somebody. Uh, Plain no attention to him. He's drunk. He goes, yep. He 
He reminds me of me. Now I'm sure of it. I hate him. And then he says he's drunk, and then he says, in wine, there's truth. Vino Veritas. Right. Everybody knows that one. That one's kind of famous. Yeah. And then it's, do what you want, or come as you are. Drinking is what I do best. Well, fools have to learn. And then touches his gun by experience. It's your funeral. <laughs> so basically, he's like, I'm going to kill you. Take your best shot, hoss. Mm-hmm. It's how that went. So then Ringo, we get Mr. Ringo's an educated man. I don't know how much Ringo would have knew Latin. I don't really know much about him, but... Well, Doc Holliday, being a dentist, known. they used a lot of herbs, so they would yeah. know the Latin names and stuff like that. But I don't know but what Ringo also, would know. Ring, Ringo knowing Latin, I could see him knowing Spanish there yeah. in Arizona. Yeah. Knowing Spanish, like Curly Bill would have known Spanish, yeah. too. They all would have known Spanish. It would Spanish. have to be some kind of weird thing. But Latin is kind of a thing, but... Maybe his mom was a doctor or something. Who knows? So Ringo pulls his gun and then starts doing twirling gun tricks. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, yeah, look at him go. And he's, he's spinning, he's spinning, he's spinning, he's spinning. That's the whole thing. And then, uh, you know, he puts it away and everybody, you know, he everybody plays with claps. his mustache. Everybody claps. And now... Everyone's staring at Doc. What's Doc going to do? Doc, not to be shown up, takes his, like, he's got this, like, small thimble full of alcohol. It's like a shot glass with a metal... And it, it's got a like a like a wine like a coffee cup would have yeah. like that little handle, so he starts spinning that around <laughs> by the handle, and exactly he's making the these big way. stupid faces, and he's like woo 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 spin spin spin, and then like like he holsters it, and everybody fucking laughs. Everybody laughs, and even Ringo smiles yeah. a little bit, like like okay, like all right, cool, you, you like, got me, whatever, fuck off. <laughs> so Curly Bill buys the bar, throws the yeah. money in the air. It does not seem that Johnny Ringo was a man of. Um, learning or anything that's probably just for the movie for the to movie, give yeah. the character some extra panache. Yeah, ooh, that's but good. Well, he's like the dark it, reflection. He is related. Tangent. It looks like he. Uh, Ringo Starr. No, that would be cool. It looks like he may be related <laughs> to some of the gentlemen who were in the Younger Gang. Hmm. The Younger Gang. Yes, the Younger Brothers. He was. This is the Younger he James Gang. He was a gang. cousin to the Younger Brothers. Okay. And uh, I looked his it up family a rented property from the father of John W. Sheets, who became the first official victim of the James Younger gang. Holy Sheets. So, uh, yeah. so there's a chance that Johnny Ringo met Billy the Kid. I think it, there seems to be some... Regulators? Go back and listen to our episode about Young Guns. We can hear me say the words, Chavez y Chavez, quite a bit. Or just watch Young Guns. Or we should do both. Or just watch every movie that Lou Diamond Phillips was ever in and enjoy Lou Diamond Phillips. Because he's awesome. All right, anyway. Longmire. <laughs> so, so good. So Josephine asked Behan about Wyatt. And in full, you know, he's like, he he's into her. So he's like, yeah, I hear he's married. Very, very married. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, to his fourth wife. Yeah. Or third wife, because I believe Josephine counts as his fourth wife, even uh, though they were never actually married. His third wife. He wasn't very good at marriage. No. So we cut to Wyatt riding his horse the next day, and wouldn't you know, he meets up with Josephine. So he's like, hi, nice to meet you. Uh, I've seen you before. And he rides off and goes home to his wife. No, that's not what he does. He's always on the lookout for a future Mrs. Wyatt. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're right. It doesn't say that in my notes. It says that um, instead of doing that, he says, hey, that mare is in season. And they, yeah, they, they start the, the they, horses start kind of fucking with each other. And they're you know. And her solution was let's run it out of them. Yeah. And as she takes off, he goes, "Yup, I'm an oak," and chases her. So they run around for a while. 
-hmm. And after this long horse chase, Carly, what would you do in this case? Would you get a blanket and go sit in the woods with a strange gentleman? No. Okay. Well, this is, <laughs> that's what Wyatt does. No. And Elena's pretty sure they boned after that. <laughs> I'm sure they boned. This is boning. Prime boning town. They, he, they, you know, he took the skin boat to Tuna Town. <laughs> he showed her his beefy baroni. He took Just her take to an old one eye to the optometrist. <laughs> wow. A bit of the old in and out. <laughs> Those are all, Elaine's doing a bit from um, Grumpy Old Men. Yeah. Where Mickey says these things. <laughs> I got them all. So I have in here Wyatt starts an affair. Um, he then goes home and talks to his wife about her drug use. She's high as giraffe yeah. nostrils right now. Well... He talks, like, they have a deep philosophical uh, conversation, him and Josephine. She asks him if he's happy, what he wants out of life, if, you know. And so then he goes home to his actual wife, and he's looking at her, and he's like, are you happy? What would you say if we just went traveling? And she's like, who are you, and what have you done with my husband? Also, I'm high as balls, so this is probably not the right time. She doesn't remember these conversations. They do what they can to make, I guess she's his wife, to make her seem like a piece of shit so yeah. that he can cheat on so, her and you're okay with it and it's like mm -hmm. they could have just had her overdose and it wouldn't have been a thing well she you know? does overdose I mean well, she does earlier yeah. you know I mean they're playing fast and loose with yeah, the rules yeah. anyway but they're trying to make him this rogue scoundrel guy I don't yeah. know okay. like they're not making him very endearing he keeps stealing shit and cheating yeah. on his wife I kind of get the feeling like alright so <laughs> and this she... is the good betrayal of him imagine what he was really like <laughs> right right <laughs> I don't know I would think that okay so they get married This she's already his third wife and, uh, so she knew she was coming in and losing it anyway. And she's already probably addicted to laudanum because she probably was some kind of lady of ill repute. Or she has or, headaches. She says maybe she has brain cancer. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, she I might have know. fucking brain cancer. Now but <laughs> you got to think, this is probably the first time that her and Wyatt have spent a lot of time together. Like, if he was a lawman making this big name for himself and all this stuff, maybe he wasn't... He was. Maybe he wasn't home very much. Maybe they hard, Maybe they didn't even know each other at all. And now all of a sudden they have to spend e every day with each other? I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I know it's hard, like, when I was growing up in housing, when when the husbands came home after six or eight or 12 months, and or, you all have to adjust to being around each maybe other. Maybe they don't even have <laughs> to like each other. Maybe there was a fault. Maybe there was a baby scare. But because she's a yeah, why does strike me as the kind of guy that married a girl because she's pregnant? <laughs> but maybe there was a baby scare and they got married. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a no. Yeah, but back then yeah, you no, would. No, no, he wouldn't. He's why fucking herp. He wouldn't do it. But maybe he. We didn't find any children when we were reading up on him. No, he had but, like 18 wives, but no children. Think about this. <laughs> maybe maybe he, the, was, maybe he was firing blanks. So maybe, <laughs> maybe he was sterile. <laughs> maybe. But maybe there was a pregnancy scare. Maybe that's why she takes all the laudanum. Because of a bad miscarriage. Maybe. Oh, Who knows? Could be really anything. I love how when Elaine comes up with these big hair brain things, they all make sense in her well, brain. Well, I'm trying okay. to think but of the I time. I put some shit in there and she's like, nope. But this is what the movie's showing. Yeah, that's all bullshit. My I'm, stuff. Not saying, I'm just saying that I didn't see what you mm -hmm. saw. I saw something different. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling it's, it's, you that. It's, 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 it's great to see inside your brain sometimes. I'm sorry. I thought maybe it would be interesting to hear what I think. I'll just not talk anymore. No, you just you just go way out there. You're like, and also, his third cousin twice removed on his father's <laughs> side stubbed his toe, and that's why she got on laudanum because he had laudanum. You see, it's like, well, wow. there are a lot of facts we don't have. And she's actually, going deep to answer every question. When we were looking into to see whether he had kids, it's like all his wives were listed as common law wives. So I don't know, did they ever officially get married, or they just yeah? Because we looked them up, and time. he he lives into the twenties. 
1929. Like 1920s. Yeah. And then she lives into the, like, 45. Him and, Joseph, Joseph, and Josephine were together for, like, 46 yeah, years. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. They, you know, you think mm-hmm. of it as a long time ago. It's not really You probably think at ago. this point he's probably, what, 30 years. and yeah. Josephine <laughs> is probably 20-something? <laughs> you know, yeah. think of the old West. I'm sure there's a big age difference between Wyatt and Josephine. All right, oh, so yeah. can we get back to the movie now? So yeah. back at the Oriental, um, Doc is at the piano, and he's playing some music. Sure, Billy Clayton walks over and goes, is that old Susanna? You know? <laughs> Stephen fucking Foster? And he says, no, it's Monocto, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. It's a nocturne. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't write it down. <laughs> you know, Frederick fucking Chopin. <laughs> and they said they, they said that they may have picked that because Chopin also died. He also, he died of tuberculosis and he died like the year that Doc Holliday yeah. was born. <laughs> um, so Curly Bill... Is that he's out there chasing the dragon, and he's he is no he longer is fucked up. He starts walking the streets, and he's like, "Oh, yeah." He's all fucked up on some. And starts game. cracking off rounds. Now he has two six shooters, and I don't know. He must have shot about 30, 40 rounds. Oh yeah, yeah. And, like, and he shoots as reloading yeah. and misses. Yeah. Luckily, because that dude on the horse, he should have hit that horse. Yeah, because he aims right at him. So he was like, "How many bullets are in those?" Yeah, he just keeps shooting. <laughs> it's, it's a it's movie thing. Whatever. So Behan's like, "Wow, someone should probably go out there and deal with that." And Wyatt, the good upstanding lawman, is like, "Nah, fuck it, he'll be all right. Everybody leave him alone. He'll, he'll sober up. He'll be all right." And Marshall Fred's like, "No, I guess I have to." So I mean, he's shooting at people. Behan's like, "Somebody should go out there." But it's not a county matter; it's a town matter, yeah, and he, looks at Fred. He hands a piece. And, and, poor and Fred. Wyatt's like, just ignore it. And Fred's like, no, I gotta go. Because someone's cracking off rounds at people. Not like he's shooting in the air; he's shot even, at somebody. But they don't know he's shoot. What he's shooting at? They're inside the. Well, salon. they're law officers. They should probably go check that out. Yeah, Do the cop thing. Probable cause. Yeah, you might say that they have a little probable cause. All right, so Curly Bill starts shooting at the moon and howling. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like you do. Oh, <laughs> you know, like you do. I, don't I haven't had that much opium, so I don't know. <laughs> so Fred comes out, and he points his gun right at him. And Curly Bill puts his hands up like, whoa, sorry, Fred. He goes, I'm going to need those guns, Curly Bill. He's like, no problem. And he does the thing where you turn the handles towards the other him, guy. Yeah, so down. it's very non-threatening. So he goes to hand him to old Fred, and Fred puts his gun away. Just then, Curly Bill shoots him in the chest. I think that was accident, though. No, he didn't, because he pointed uh, I don't think it was I think it wasn't on purpose, because he I has it. He has it like this, and he has it, and he pulls it, and then he's like, oh, shit. Like, he's no, like, no. really. No, no, he's laughing. He's like, oh, this Fred. This is my thing. Well, he's high as fuck. This is my thing. I think he did it on purpose, but I, he's so high, I think he thought it was like a joke. Oh, like, no. I'm going to shoot him, and he's going to be funny. And then he falls over, and he's like, Fred, what you doing, Fred? Well, like, that is, he is blitzed out of his mind. Like, I don't think that he yes. meant to kill him, but I think he meant to shoot him because he thought it would be funny, but then he died, that's, and he's yeah, like, oh, sh- but he's fucking high. He doesn't. Yeah. I'm going to go with that's the most plausible answer to all these questions. Oh, I, I have a plausible theory? Hmm. Jump off the building. Get your feet off me. Get your <laughs> feet off me. I don't want fly. your feet off of me. Carly, get your feet off him. Get your feet off of me, Tony. <laughs> My feet are on the floor. Stop <laughs> it. No, get away from me. Fuck off. All right, so now Curly Bill is trying to wake up Fred. And just See? then, Wyatt comes out and beats him in the head with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and so now the people around are like, he just shot uh, Marshall Fred Fredrickson. Fred's <laughs> dead. Fred Fredrickson. Yeah. It's John Johnson, same thing. So now they're like, get a rope, string him up. Yeah, <laughs> like, New York City. <laughs> get a rope. And Wyatt's like, nope, he shot a man, he'll stand trial for it. 
And just then the cowboys show up. They're like, cut them loose. I'm like, no. And Ike's like, cut them loose or we're going to cut you to pieces. And Wyatt takes a gun and puts it right to his fucking head. Like, you're but gonna, I'm going to kill you. You're going to die Like, first. all those guys, all those guys, you're going to win. But I'm going to kill you. Before they do, I'm going to turn your head into, into a canoe. canoe. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> and they're like, he's bluffing. And Ike's like, nope. nope. nope he's he's going to kill me. <laughs> Billy, back up. And Billy's not, uh, Billy Clanton's not quite buying it yet. Ike is scared to shit. Yeah. Like, I think he might have pooped a little. Yeah. It's okay, he had him brown pants. Yeah. <laughs> and just then, Doc's back there and he goes, hey, music lover. And he's like, and Billy says, you're so drunk, you're probably seeing two of them. He goes, well, I have two guns, one for each of you. And I want you to notice in this scene, he's holding his little drinking glass as he's holding the two guns. He didn't put it down. This isn't a big deal to him. Like, he's like, I have, I'm not spilling that. Yeah. Like, I'm going to kill you and finish my drink. But Doc is knows, well known as being an exceptionally good and fast He's shot. He's ridiculous. Yeah. He is supposed to be movie. the man. He probably could just give a fuck at zero. <laughs> he's not worried about it. He's Superman. Yes, and he's also, you know. Well, he's actually mm-hmm. a bad man. But... So, <laughs> so funny you should mention that. Batman. That when Val Kilmore's born, <laughs> really yep, cool. Adam West played Doc Holliday three times that year on TV, who became Batman. Yeah. And then Val Kilmer got the role of Batman after the director, or whoever the casting agent was, saw Val Kilmer playing Doc Holliday in this movie. Nice. I just think it's funny that is Adam that, West... Is that a coincidence? No, that's yes. pretty good. I just think it's interesting that Adam West played Doc Holliday in three different TV I know, movies I really want to see it, kind of. I can't imagine it, but... Yeah. I but, do love Adam West. All right, so now Virgil and Morgan shoot up. So now, what's the one thing you don't do when Something somebody has a gun a with someone from at someone's Batman. head is shoot another gun. Yeah, make noise. Because you're going to startle him, and he's going to think someone's shooting and uh, shoot the guy in front I of him. I hate that. In every movie, they do that. They always have a gun pointed at somebody, and then somebody does something else. And yeah, like, don't do that. Friends, listen, listen put it on receipt for a second. Listen, if someone has a gun pointed, don't crack off around in the air. You're going to startle the guy with the gun, and that guy's dead. This is also a shotgun. And we don't know how many shells you put in there. So you just yeah. shot one. It's a double it, barrel shotgun, that you're actually. only sh- You can see it. So there's well, two. I don't know how those work. Well, you have two barrels. Do one shot for each. you always have to put two in, though? You don't always have to put two in, no. but if you, if you <laughs> load it, you put two in, and you pull have, the trigger. One shoots, you have well, one left. Well, let me tell or you. Or they have two triggers, and you can do two. It depends know, on how you set it up. I don't know how that works, but I would assume that that could have been your only shotgun shell. You already shot it in there as a warning shot. Well, Morgan's there, too. And so they def- you know, they figure this whole situation out. The Cowboys leave. And Wyatt takes Curly Bill to jail. So you see him walking away with Curly Bill by himself. Mm-hmm. All right. So we cut three weeks later, and the judge dismisses the case because there's no witness, because no one saw him actually shoot Fred, Frederson. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> Fred, Frederson. Meanwhile, they're playing billiards. Morgan loves billiards. Apparently. He loves it to death. He wants to have one in all their own houses. Or uh, once would, they get their own homes, each one. Why would they all need one? Just he would need I one, know. and then they could come over well, and play and billiards said, with him. Says, when we when we get finally get settled and get all that money, we should all have billiard rooms in our houses. And Virgil, you can see, is a little upset. But it doesn't really matter. And Wyatt's like, no, we should do, Virgil. We should find a, a place and open up our own our own uh, um, establishment. Saloon. And then, We'll milk it for all it's worth and then sell it off. Yeah. Morgan like says, we've been, you know, we're doing so good, we're looting this town for all it's worth. These are upstanding men right here. These are <laughs> upstanding. These are the kind of guys that you would trust naked with your wife. <laughs> upstanding gentlemen. 
Uh, so after they discuss raping this town for all the money that they can get out of it, Virgil leaves. And, um, well, first he's offered a job as Marshall. Yeah. And they offer him a French job. He's like, I'm busy playing with my balls. Well, they offer Wyatt first, and Wyatt's like, I already told you no. And then they said, what about you, Virgil? You were a lawman, too. And he's like, no. Because I'm busy. I'm go fuck yourself. He, he's told him to eat a whole bag of dicks. All right, so Virgil... Um, eat a bag of dicks. Yeah, you have to eat it. <laughs> we're, we're, we've escalated. So Virgil goes outside, and he sees that there's some cowboys riding recklessly down the street. And there's a little boy in the way, and instead of, you know, not trying not to hit the little kid, they just kept on going. Well, a ball bounces out into the road, and he, the boy runs. But the horse No, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it's... But you can see. Anyway, so Virgil saves the kid yeah. and gives him to his mother, who... Was the uh, whore who got cut in the face. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Um, Unforgiven. I don't know. But it's a... I don't know what her job is, but it's a woman and she has a scar over her left eye. Or, yeah. yeah. And this really touches the old the old ticker for Virgil. Mm-hmm. He has a heart attack? No, it's touches... Or an attack it, of the it touches heart. touches an attack of the heart. Does he have a total eclipse of the heart? No. Oh. Stop it. She's trying to put her feet on me again, friends. All right. So next we see Virgil nailing a law onto the <laughs> onto like a board or something that says yeah. you cannot carry a gun in town. People are mad. He's like, no one's saying you can't own a gun. No true. one's saying you can't own a gun. You just can't have a gun in town. Which was pretty common. Which of the time that was the law pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Which is why they became why it became a law man because he wanted to be able to wear his gun in town. Because he was a cheat. Yeah. Now what's the funniest thing about this? That Doc Holliday still has his guns. Well, <laughs> never stops caring. He's, never, never he's pals. So. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Also, <laughs> also, if you took Doc, Doc Holliday's guns from him, he'd have more guns. <laughs> you know, that, that dude's probably got guns. <laughs> he's beyond, like, oh, beyond guns, beyond guns. You got those he's guns. Like Did you the, get the one on my boot? Yeah, I got <laughs> six in the piano. He's like, <laughs> he's like the guy when they're he's like, all right, you got to disarm to go in this room, and he's just yeah. pulls he's like, up. He's like, go ahead. This is going to take a while. Yeah. <laughs> See our episode on um, Thank You for Smoking. He's that guy. Yeah. And also, every time any fucking thing in this movie drops, he's there ready with two guns. So you want him to have his guns. <laughs> he's always got your back, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You let him keep his guns. It probably mm-hmm. says at the bottom in fine print, except Doc <laughs> Unless you're a dentist. Yeah. Because how many dentists? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so... Um, so now, Wyatt shows up, and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? He goes, well, You know, I, I can't do this making all this money while people are suffering and Wyatt says you can't do this to me to me what a fucking futon and Virgil says it's not about you Wyatt the world doesn't revolve around you middle child yeah this whole town is full of people that are suffering because these stupid fucking cowboys and, and you're not going to do anything about and it and all we're doing is making money off of people yeah. suffering and I'm not okay with it because I'm a good person and then he, he's, got, he's got a conscience yeah so then he tells Morgan, talk to him or hit him. Yeah. Punch him in the face. And Morgan says. That will make it better. Morgan, well, he doesn't say anything. He uh, shows him his badge. He goes, you got to back your brother's play. Oh. Which means Morgan likes Virgil better than Wyatt. It's because Sam Elliott is the bomb.com. They didn't have .com. I've been, I've been to that site. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter. Sam Elliott, though. Sam Elliott. Virgil was... seems like a cooler. His mustache is certainly the best. <laughs> <laughs> He's so old, though, as the, the bomb.org. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> so why gives this whole speech about the whole time he was a lawman? He only ever had gotten uh, one actual gunfight. He only ever killed one guy. And it was so sad. He wished that he had never done with it. With all of these people. It's like, so what you mean is that all of these stories about you being this big badass killer are all bullshit because you only ever killed the one dude? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, all right, cool. and that's pretty much true with all of these cowboy heroes that I've ever read about. They've yep. all killed like one person and then some pulp guy makes it into 70 yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Like the um, Billy the Kid. Yeah. He's the king of piss. Pistoliers, the yeah. Prince of Pistoliers, <laughs> Young Guns too. We haven't done that movie. We're just hacking on. We probably won't. Because we learned that Young Guns wasn't as good as we remember. Well, Young Guns was good. I still like Young Guns, but Young Guns Two wasn't as good as I Young Guns. Watch it. I haven't seen it so long. Is it bad? Last time I watched, it, I was like, uh, I watched Young Guns and then Young Guns Two. Well, I watched Young Guns and then Young Guns Two. First of all, don't ever. Do yeah, yeah. You got if you're gonna be like, I'm gonna watch Young Guns Two. Just watch that by itself. Cleansed. Look, Don't go in there with something because you're just not going to know. Doesn't Don't Chavez watch this and Chavez die? I mean... I think they all die. <laughs> all except for Billy. Arkansas yeah. Dave Rudabaugh. Such your, a good name. It's your gang, Dave. Uh, Dave doesn't die in the movie. He dies off series. I don't think so, Dave. Anyway. So where are we now? Uh, Alright, so we cut to Doc playing poker again. He's at the Oriental. Um, and he's playing. And Josephine is in the corner singing for no fucking... She don't work there. No, Some guy's playing and she's like, fuck it, I'll sing. Why not? Yeah. Sure. Probably Nothing else going on. Maybe she's bored. This is, you know, old time karaoke they would do. This. Some guy <laughs> would play and you just start singing. That's true. All right, so Wyatt comes in and we learn that Doc has been at it for 36 hours. Man's got tuberculosis and he's out there playing poker for 36 hours, smoking and drinking. Maybe it's true. He might have even been the, the toughest world, man that ever lived. I say, <laughs> even the world tournaments give you a break. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he has trouble sleeping. I don't know, but he's. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, so, these... And who's he playing with? Well, the Clans and the Clarys. Of course. That's good, the, good idea. That seems like fun. They're the only people who live in this town, apparently. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we see that Doc wins his 12th hand in a row. Might be cheating. All right, everybody, it, hold the ball in your hands. Look at all those. See all your fingers? Yeah, add two to that. That's how many hands <laughs> he won a row in poker. And I calls not him out. Not impossible, but unlikely. Very improbable. And I calls him a cheater. He's like, um, you're cheating. And he's like, why? Whatever do you mean? Drunk as fuck. Yeah. Seems like the kind of guy like one twelve in a row. Yeah. All right. So he says, maybe poker's not your game. I know. Let's have a spelling contest. <laughs> I don't think that's Ike's game either, just to be no. fair. Are you, are you disparaging Ike Clanton's? That's Papa Dragon you're talking Look, about. I don't think the Can people... You please move your feet. Of the people that are currently sitting at this table, I don't think the spelling bee would be our game. Maybe John's, and maybe Carly, mm. but I certainly would be shit at a spelling bee. Depends on what words. <laughs> Spelled defiantly. I don't know if that's right or not. Uh, <laughs> Elaine's guessing here. All right, um, Virgil takes um, takes Ikens like, hey, you should um, take it easy. No fighting in here. And he's like, oh, of course you stand up for him. You're a bunch of pimps. You're all a bunch of pimps. And he goes, that's it. Get out of here, Ike. Um, this upsets Ike a bit more because he's like, I'm the one who got cheated, and you're throwing me out. There's no proof that was cheating. Just then... Johnny um, Ringo. No, not Johnny Ringo. Doc falls. Because he's on a 36-hour bender yeah. and he's got mm-hmm. tuberculosis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Ike is Side like, hey... include passing out. <laughs> Ike asks him, hey, what what happened here? What's wrong with him? He goes, oh, well, he's sick. He's got tuberculosis. He's he goes, oh, good. I hope you die. <laughs> and walks over to the bar. And he, he's like, you know, I've been cheated. And the bartender says, look, I haven't... Look, no one cheated you, Ike. And he's like... 
whap, and he hits him. He's like, bitch. He goes, you got a rap man on the beat. Get some respect around here. Yeah, he says, I don't take no lip from no bartender. You won't take it for no longer either. <laughs> and he says, you tell them that Doc Holiday and those herbs. If I catch him in the street and he racks his gun, we're going to kill him. Just then he turns around, there's Virgil, and he fucking, ba-boom, hits him in the head. Pistol whipping is their game. Well, it's the back of the butt end of a yeah, gun. Is I mean, fucking those were solid fucking. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he throws Virgil in jail. Next day, the no, cat... No, he doesn't throw Virgil in Ike. jail. Virgil throws Ike in jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's throw... not what you said. I wrote it down wrong then. <laughs> because that's not what happened. So the next day, the cowboys come to pick up Ike. And he tells Virgil... And one of the cowboys says, just because wearing a badge doesn't make you right. And so... And he's leaving with Ike. And one of the McClowries, that same one, bumps wide. And he talks tough to him. And Watts like, hey, no offense, man. Sorry about yeah. that. He goes, I'll fight you right now, and shows him his gun. So Wyatt grabs his gun and hits him in the head with it, because that's what the and herbs he, do, damn it. <laughs> and if, next time you watch it, he eats shit. Like, he does the splits and is all like, he's like somebody cut his strings. This motherfucker falls to the ground. There's no strings on him, dude. Check it out next time. It is hilarious. Like, that actor, oh my God. I tell his soul left for a second. <laughs> Ike tells Wyatt there's a fight coming, and it's coming today. Well, shit. Yeah. So, um, Doc's in bed, and the doctor's looking him over, and he's like, all right, yeah, you're going to die. Yeah. He goes, well, how much time do I have? Well, two days, two years. Depends how, uh, you know, how you're living, how clean you yeah, are, and how you rest. say you lost 60% lung capacity? Yeah. Like, how does he know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's whatever. We're going to go with it. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so now, Even if he's off by 20. So he, Doc kicks the doctor out of there. Well, the doc says you, you might live longer if you stop having sex. And he's like, and there's the door. <laughs> quit drinking, quit smoking, well, no. and quit having sex. Cause he said you might want to watch your marital activities yeah. or something. He's like, get out. Yeah. But <laughs> if then, I'm going to go, it's no, the way to go. Because Doc then tries to tell Kate I know. that they might need to... Calm things back, and she's like, "Fuck you, you sick ass man. We will fuck when I yeah. say we." No, fuck. she says, she "No one well. treats you as good as I do. I'm always here for you." And gives him a drink, and she and he's like, you "And know she's what? putting a cigarette in his mouth too." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "You you're right, darling. You do treat me well." And then she on the other like hand, <laughs> you might be the antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a really... That's a fun line. Don't ever say that to a woman, though. Nah. <laughs> it's, trust me on this. Okay. All right. <laughs> Who did you say was the, the Antichrist? Huh? Who did you say was the Antichrist? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> we see Wyatt and Morgan. <laughs> They're outside, and they watch a whole bunch of cowboys coming to town. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. Whole bunch. <laughs> like, this spooks Wyatt so much, he's like, hey, Morgan, you should probably swear me in, because that'll make it better. <laughs> You think Lawway. Wyatt goes home and gets his Colt Peacemaker, mm. which is a very nice gun. Yes. One might call it a hell of a smoke wagon, <laughs> which is what you should call guns nowadays. I totally did that in a Western story I wrote. You called it a smoke wagon? Yep. Nice. I was watching Tombstone to steal all their terms. You're like, oh, okay. Well, I'm Fuck your Huckleberry. Yeah. Skin that smoke wagon. See what happens. Um, so Behan informs the herbs that Cowboys have been telling everybody that they're going to kill them today. And they should, you know, watch out. They're all hanging out back there at the OK Corral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, in reality, the, fu- the gunfight at the OK Corral wasn't at the OK Corral. <laughs> it was like three blocks away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I'm just using a close close. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's like the gunfight at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> you don't want to fight. You don't want to get in a fight three blocks away from the Rocky statue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right, so Doc shows up, and he hears that the Clantons and the McClowers are gunning for us. Can you not do that? <laughs> You're making a lot of noise. I'm being very fidgety. Okay, I'm well, stop it. Sit on your hands stuff. or something. Okay. He says, the Clantons and McClowers are gunning for us, and you don't tell anybody? He's like, this isn't your fight, uh, Doc. And Doc has a line here. That's a hell of a thing to say to me. Hurt his feelings. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have one feeling, and that hurt it. That hurt it. <laughs> you motherfucker, you. So finally, um, Wyatt's like, all right, well, then I guess I'll game plan this thing because, you know, Virgil's the marshal. Why yeah. we let him make the plans? Yeah. And Virgil's like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care. He's like, look, they're not really doing anything, goes, but they're carrying guns. It's like, oh, hell, Virgil, that's a misdemeanor. We're going to go there and get into a gunfight over a misdemeanor? He goes, yep, because that's illegal. It's like, so you wanted to go kill some people, Virgil, is what you're saying. Virgil wanted to murder these motherfuckers. Well, I mean... They wouldn't push so far. They're going to be... They wanted to kill them first. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like I said, this is really a story about two gangs. They just wanted to kill each other. Yeah. And and Virgil's saying, well, they're breaking the law. They're jaywalking. Yeah, but... Let's go kill a guy for jaywalking. They didn't want to kill him. Oh, yes, they did. And here's how you know. Because now they approach, and Behan says, I just disarmed them. This is the sheriff told another law enforcement officer, I've already taken care of it, they're not armed anymore. And what did they do? Blow them off and keep going. They wanted to shoot them motherfuckers. Okay. Well, but they also may know that he's full of shit. The evidence has shown us in this movie that Behan isn't worth the toilet paper he wipes his butt on. (laughs) All right? If they even had such a thing at this time. But... No, they had a loofah and they shared it. I don't think. I think (laughs) they had. They just wanted to show them that they were intimidate. They were going to let these numbers intimidate them, and they were going to go disarm them. Mm -hmm. But I think Wyatt and Virgil knew that a gunfight could break out, but Morgan was not. I think the only person that went there intending to kill somebody was Doc Holliday. But that's he does that everywhere. (laughs) He's like, I'm gonna go use the bathhouse. I might kill three people. (laughs) Me. The only person who I've ever seen in a movie who wants to kill more people is Billy the Kid. <laughs> like, if you... Billy wants Michael to kill Myers. everybody. Or Thanos. <laughs> Thanos, No, yeah. Thanos didn't want to kill him. He had oh, to. Yeah. All right, so now, Virgil comes over and he says, throw your hands up, we're here to disarm you. And they all start reaching and he goes, nope, that's not what I want. So <laughs> you just told them they're going to disarm him. You can't have it both ways, Virgil. You either want me to give you the gun or you don't want me to give you the gun. How about I just throw the bullet to you? No, he said, <laughs> put your hands up. And they're going to send Morgan over to take the guns. There's enough of them that they don't have to put their guns down. They just put their hands up and allow their guns to be taken. Um, it's anyway, the safest way. So they all start pulling their guns and stuff. And who shoots first? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? I made a point to make sure I saw who shot first. Wyatt. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, they're well, pointing a gun at him. Yeah, so. <laughs> Hayden Church was the itchy one, right? Yeah, if, the if they're was... pointing a gun at you... You should assume they're going to shoot yeah. you. You're good to shoot him there. So I don't have a problem with him shooting. He just happens to shoot first. Um, the only person who doesn't shoot is Ike, who's not holding a gun. Throws his hands up, runs at Wyatt, says, I don't have a gun. Yeah. Don't shoot me. He talks a lot of shit, but he's a coward. And this actually happened because he wasn't holding a gun. He ran at Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp said, get out of here. If you don't have a gun, don't fight. And yeah. He threw he him. Had to fight and then run. And Ike ran away. In the movie, he runs to this little store. Yeah, dies and, in the store. and takes Behan's gun and starts shooting out the window. Yeah. That didn't happen. Ike fucking ran. Mm-hmm. And the Earps, um, I think uh, Morgan takes one in the shoulder. Or, I don't know, he got hit. But nobody else gets hit. Well, Virgil gets hit in the leg, doesn't he? Did I he think, get hit? Yeah, I think because that's like when he the starts. Foot or something, because he starts it's, limping. It's like his calf, limping, and that's okay. when he gets the cane. But then the rest of them just kill everybody. Yeah. 
And one of the guys, um, so it looks like Doc's out of bullets. And he points his gun at it and it goes, click. He goes, you're mine now. Doc <clears throat> Holiday in the fucking, is about to be shot in the chest. He's got his arms out. You're a daisy if you do. <laughs> so the guy goes to shoot him and he fucking drills him in the chest with the other gun. Because yeah. he still had rounds. But and Morgan he- also shoots the guy in the head from the ground. Because Morgan didn't know that Doc was out of bullets. Yeah. All Morgan sees is him put his hand and say, you're a daisy yeah. if you do. And he's not going to let Doc just get shot. So he shoots this motherfucker in the head. Good shot. And meanwhile, he got shot. So... Fucking Weibos. Weibos on this guy. Pals. Where am I now? I put my phone down because I was like gunfight. He's going to sprinkle all the fairy dust. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right. So, uh, after the gunfight's over, Behan comes out of his hiding hole and says, that's it. You're all under arrest. You're all under arrest. Come over here. <laughs> White looks him right into the windows of the soul and says, I'm not going to let you arrest us today, Behan. And Behan's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to go over there. <laughs> Somehow the wives have found out about this. They, they, they saw it on the internet or something. Oh, I'm sure yeah. someone told them. They had the town crier, yeah. so his, you know. Somebody yelling. Si- they were within 60 feet. The, all the wives come running. And Josephine does, too. And Maddie well, notices. Well, Josephine is in the building that Papa Dragon jumps in. Yeah. And she's doing, like, some kind I, of weird... His name is Ike. <laughs> He's Papa Dragon. Yeah. That's the coolest character he's ever played. <laughs> Ike's not really a cool character. No, it's true. He does things all ways. All right, so after all of this, the wives take Morgan and Virgil away, and Doc and Wyatt walk off together. Well, Josephine comes out and does this giant smile at Wyatt, mm-hmm. and Maddie, well, sees, Maddie sees this, but they, then leaves, and nobody knows, you know, Doc, or what. Fucking Wyatt Earp didn't see that, so he doesn't know that she knows that he knows. All right, so we cut the close-ups of dead cowboys and glass They don't know that we know that they know that we know. Nice. Uh, And they have a lot of makeup on, which was customary for the time. Yeah. Um, Morgan sits on the porch with Wyatt, telling him that he was right. He wishes that he had not killed that man. Which I had to wonder about. This is a stupid thing, but I was was like, so here's your scene for the day, guys. You're going to, we're going to put a fuckload of makeup on you. We're going to put you in a coffin and we're going to carry you in front of the camera. It's just a weird-ass day, you know? Thomas yeah, Hayden. getting paid, right? Yeah. It's a weird, <laughs> weird thing. All right, so we cut to the herbs now. Um, who say hi to Breckenridge. And he's like, don't talk to me. Those men were my friends and you killed them. And he's like, whoa there, uh, fella. So they treat you like shit. Anyway, so he rides off. Ringo's drunk as fuck and confronts the herbs. Yeah. He calls him out and he wants to fight one of the herbs. He's like, come on, let's go. And Wyatt's like, nah. And he's like, what? None of you got the, the guts to play for blood? Uh-oh. And you hear, I'm your Huckleberry, out of the corner. And who's standing there? Old Doc Holliday. And he's already got a gun out and ready to ready to go behind he, his back. Like, come on. He, he wants to die in a gunfight, is what it is. He's like, he doesn't want to die Probably. puking his lungs yeah. out. And what's funny is you see Ringo locks eyes with Doc Holliday, and he's like, fuck. Did you see, <laughs> did you see what I said about the Once Upon a Time on, in, on Facebook? What? No, if if this is a little thing, but if you watch it, he 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 puts his gun behind his back so he doesn't have to draw. He can just turn and shoot him. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that Timothy Oliphant does in the first thing. Remember when he walks up? Who's that? That's mm-hmm. businessman, you know. And he does the same thing with his gun, but he shoots him and kills him. No, and then later on, the secondary character is Luke Perry instead of Jason Prest or Priestley. Priestley. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of funny. I wonder if that has anything to do with each other. Probably. It's yeah. Quentin no Tarantino. Yeah, he would sit around and go, "Nobody funny." Yeah. <laughs> Get me Luke Perry. Yeah. Or Ian Ziering. Is Ian Ziering busy? <laughs> <laughs> He's making Sharknado 7, so... 
Shit, we can't get eyes here. All right, fuck. What's Brenda doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so just before Doc kills Ringo, Curly yeah. Bill shows up and drags Ringo away, and Ringo's not having. He's like, no. Yeah. So we cut to Behan, who meets up with Josephine. He tells her he sees what's going on with her and Wyatt. Mm. But after tonight, there's only going to be one lawman in charge. Oh, and that's him. snap. We cut to Virgil at home. Um, no, we cut to Virgil going home because he's sitting there at the Oriental with Wyatt and Morgan. And Wyatt's eating Chinese food with chopsticks. Mm. Good for him. Why I noticed that, I don't know. And now all the girls are at someone's house, and they're playing. They're playing tarot cards. Is that a game you play? Mm. They're not. They're reading tarot cards. <laughs> sure. Yes, it's something you did. If you were a bored housewife, and in, in the, the evenings drinking your laudanum, <laughs> <laughs> that's really all you need to do. Have you having your tea with a splash of laudanum? It's better than Netflix. Then yes. <laughs> they saw some shit. Yeah. It's the same like everybody had a Ouija board in the eighties. Anyway, Josephine shows up and she says, I know I'm just awful for coming here. It's like, yes, I know your husband's side piece showing up is probably awkward. Yeah, a little <laughs> but, bit. But I needed to warn you that death is coming. Uh, so we cut back to the Oriental and Virgil comes in and he's shot. Now, what's great about this scene, Elaine? Is that when Virgil comes in and he falls and Wyatt and Morgan go to pick him up, when Wyatt lifts him, he hits his head on the bar. Oh, really? Kurt yeah. Russell hits Sam Elliott's head, head on the bar. Oh. It's funny. It and was in the trivia, the and I was like, we gotta watch, we gotta watch. And he sure as shit did. And you could see Kurt Russell go... <laughs> like he grabbed his head like, oh, shit. Nice. Nice. All right. But so obviously he's bleeding. Yeah. You know. So Wyatt tell, um, So they go to the house where they're, you know, um, they're doing... Surgery on Virgil, and, and his wife is there, and Wyatt tells Morgan, hey, you need to get out of town. And Morgan's like, that's a hell of a thing to say to me. No, sorry, that was someone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's like, I'm not going to run. And we cut to Virgil, who's told that he may lose his arm. Mm. And Wyatt is like, hey, you guys aren't talking about me. Um, everybody's <laughs> supposed to be talking about me. Virgil, what would you like me to do? And he's like, Wyatt, well, I'd like you to go fuck off. Yeah, I'm a little busy getting my arm amputated. Could you? With 1880s medicine, which <laughs> is I bite on this belt and they take a saw and cut it off. <laughs> and Virgil's, like, Virgil's wife is like, really, Wyatt, please shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like, actually, do you have any laudanum? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, I drank it all. He's like, God damn it. Maddie's in the corner. Huh? <laughs> all right. So we cut to Mary Poppins is out there, and he meets up with Wyatt, and he says, Mary Poppins, y'all! <laughs> he resigns from the Cowboys. He resigns from the Cowboys because, That's look, they up. were shooting at women, okay? We can't have that. I'm like, you were okay with two dudes raping a bride on her wedding day, but this well, upsets you. I think... I think oh, it upset him because that when they he cut him... He was there in the makes, wedding scene. Though. I know, look, but he, he was there, the and he makes a face. Yeah. yeah, but it didn't bother him so much to put the Cowboys in. He I didn't know. say, hey, guys, don't rape her. her yeah. We just killed her husband. Yeah. But this was the line. Right. Well, I mean, I, I'm more okay with someone shooting at women than raping a woman. And I said to John, <laughs> he's probably racist. Because the bride was, Mexican. Oh, was yeah. Mexican. Yeah. So true. he's probably, the difference is probably these are white women and that was not. That's what Jeez. I think the difference was. Well, got I mean, there. It might be, I don't know. I, I think we're making a big stretch there. You're, you're throwing some I, mud at um, old... Um, McMasters? Yeah, Mr. McMasters, who didn't, and, who didn't die well. <laughs> either way, he was okay with that bride being Getting raped, right, yeah. so no, he way. ain't a good dude in my book. Let me open my book. 
Nope, it clearly states here. Uh, he's not okay. He's a futon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got I got high back chair in one column and good. futon in the other. High back chair is and good. And he's clearly under futon. That math checks out. Yeah. Virgil, high back chair. This dude, futon. McMasters. His name is McMasters. It's not, he's All right. not, not Dench. Turkey Creek. Okay. <laughs> high back chair. I don't need you to go through the whole cast. All right, so Morgan's playing pool again. Because he really likes billiards. Apparently, I mean, this. If you think about it. This was like old school PlayStation. Like they didn't have yeah, PlayStation. They didn't have, they didn't have Xbox. They had billiards. You can only play poker so many times. There's um, a lot of different billiards games. No, I know. Yeah, and oh, all of a sudden, boom! Morgan gets shot in the back. Mm. And Wyatt shows up somehow with the doc, and the doctor's telling him, hold him down while I dig this slug out of his spine. Hey, hold him down, I said, while I dig this out. And they're having a hard time holding a man down while they dig things out of his spine. Imagine that. With Remember the the, <laughs> the painkiller that they gave him was, yeah. <laughs> here, bite down on this towel. Yeah. Maybe take a swig of whiskey. Yeah, maybe drink yeah, a I don't bottle know, that's, of that's not gonna. You can have a whole bottle of laudanum. I think you're still going to feel someone digging in your fucking spine. Yeah. But the doc can't get the slug out. It's too can't far in. It out. He's sorry. And then Morgan tells we why. Have to amputate his whole bottom half. <laughs> Morgan tells why. Remember what I said about a light when you're dying? That ain't true. I don't see a damn thing. Oh. And then Morgan dies. Oh, this makes me sad. So now Wyatt has blood in his hands. No, literal blood on his hands. He's yeah. looking at his hands are full of blood. I'm like, fuck, this is like real and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so he walks outside into the rain, and yes, that lightning is real. Nice. Um, <laughs> Uh, Josephine goes to him and he says, Get away from me! And then his wife is there and he's like, Oh man, now's not the time for me to deal with this shit. She turns her back on him. Well, like she, well, she would. You know, wives don't, one thing that pisses he off wives is He did just tell his girlfriend to go away. I mean, you think that would make her happy. Well, you think she'd be pretty upset that he had a girlfriend? I don't know. Maybe she just didn't <laughs> want to get blood on her dress. <laughs> yeah. I, must be a fun place inside your head. <laughs> So Maddie, you turned, know what? Hmm? If you really thought that, and you're really more interested about that, you'd let me talk all my tangents all the way. <laughs> Sometimes they hurt my brain. Um, all right, so Maddie turns her back on her husband and walks away. And Matt, Wyatt's having a bad fucking day. Yeah, he just told his girlfriend to fuck off. His brother died, and then his wife left him. Yeah. So we cut to the next day, a few days, who knows? Wyatt loads up a casket, and we see the herbs are leaving town. So they ride up and they get next to Curly Bill and he says, I just want you to know that it's over. And Curly Bill says, well, bye. Bye. And Ringo says, you smell that? Smells like somebody died. Oh, like this motherfucker's an asshole. That's Johnny Ringo. That's tough. I'm sorry, what was that, Lane? Johnny Ringo. There you go. Nice, not bad. So they ride away and Curly Bill tells, um, Johnny Ringo. No, he doesn't tell Johnny. No, he, he tells, tells Ike. Ike and Stillwell. He tells Ike, grab Stillwell and go finish this. So we cut to the train station and we see Virgil's on the train and we see Maddie's on the train. And Stillwell yells to Maddie, hey, where's Wyatt? And he says, right behind you, Stillwell. And he turns around and shoots him in the chest with a shotgun. And he Kaboom! points the other gun, the other barrel at Ike, who drops his gun and puts his hands up like a little bitch again. Mm -hmm. Wyatt walks over with a spur and cuts him in the face. Yeah. And he goes, hey, you see that? He's wearing a badge. It says United States Marshal. So it's legal. I don't think that's true. But has <laughs> he been a marshal for a while? No, he's, he's never been a U.S. Marshal. Oh, he was a lawman in Dodge a, City. That's yeah. right. Well, no, but in the town. 
He then, wasn't a mar- no. Was, he, no, he, he was, was a town marshal, a not town a U.S. Marshal. Okay. He was a U.S. marshal, and being U.S. marshal doesn't give you rights to go. Really... He's not licensed to kill. He's not James Bond. Well, he was. The guy was gonna go shoot his brother. Yeah, he's good to shoot him. Yeah, he's good to shoot the first guy, yeah. but he's not good well, to say. He's not to, good you to say. Tell him, anytime I see a red sash, says, I'm going to shoot who's wearing it. You're yeah. not allowed yeah. to do that. That's bad. Yeah. But he was good to shoot Stillwell. He's Stillwell what if was I just thought red but went if, with my pants. But if you're the, <laughs> but if you're the only marshal in, in he's rounded up 20 a posse miles, of you can make vengeance. whatever story you want. Yeah. Well, now this we get what I call the murder montage. This is what I was saying. <laughs> and fuck your barbershop. Because one dude, he's, he's got a nice bar. They come through the fucking wall. Yeah. But here's the <laughs> and thing. And kill everybody. Like, okay, so why one dude was like, Hold rounded my up a posse <laughs> of him, Doc, McMasters, Turkey Creek, and Texas Jack, right? And they're a posse. John, and they're, John Johnson's. And they're going on. All the Johns. And he, what they're like, doing. Think about it. He, it's Wyatt and like six Johns. Yeah. Okay. And Wyatt has decided, like, he's. You know, have going on his personal vengeance tour against the cowboy army, and in order to stop him or arrest him, they would have to round up a third posse. <laughs> That's a lot of posses. Yeah, and Behan, I mean Behan joins the cowboys posse to try to make their posse also legal, but I mean there's just a pos a passel of posses. It's a plethora of posse. It's impossible. It's possible. It's the impossible. It, ooh, it is. <laughs> So we got we got a lovely line where um, Turkey Creek says nobody move, and then Doc says nonsense by all means move. Because there was a dude, dude in bed with some naked ladies. That's right, there was some naked ladies. He's like, no, no, let me see them things. <laughs> and Shake Doc them, was like, who wants to play doctor? <laughs> Everybody likes titties. <laughs> <laughs> So now we cut to Curly Bill who ambushes got two hands, one for each of you. Who's got some cowboys and they ambush Wyatt and, and the Wyatts. That's what I wrote, Wyatt and the Wyatt. <laughs> the Jacks. Um, yeah, Wyatt. The Johns. Benny the and John the, boys. Benny and the Johns. Wyatt and the Jacks. So this actually happened. This scene here, this actually happened. So they have um, Wyatt and his guys pinned mm-hmm. down and Wyatt... Creek. Just gets up and says no. Walks out, starts shooting everybody. Curly Bill comes out to shoot at him, and he kills fucking Curly. One of the guys that he shot didn't die there. He got away and okay. told somebody this story. And the guys that were with Wyatt told the same story. And mm-hmm. they were like, "This actually happened. These guys, everybody was shooting at Wyatt. No one could fucking hit him. Yep. All witness accounts." And he was like, "Huh." So we cut to um, the posse there saying, "You ever seen anything like that?" An old uh, well, Texas them, Jack was like, I didn't even heard anything like that. None of them aim. No. <laughs> Ever. So they're all hip shooting. Mm-hmm. Well, it is common wisdom that it's much harder to hit somebody with a handgun than is thought based on the amount of gun violent deaths in our country. It's <laughs> because you have to line up your sights and yeah. no one ever does. You it. They just look at where you're going and you're supposed to just. Yeah. Doing his hip shots. Like, you have to practice. Like, there's people that are really good from that. Oh, yeah. But it's like the 1% of the world can yeah. do it. <laughs> all right. All right, so they say um, the McMaster's is talking to Doc, and he says, you know, I'd want revenge, too, if it was my brother's. And Doc says, make no mistake about it. It's not revenge that he's after. It's a reckoning. Because, sure. He's the, the man on the pale horse. Doc, you should be in bed. Why are you doing this? Wider is my friend. Hell, I got lots of friends. I don't. I don't. Chael, stop it. And here they come now. Sorry, well, he's licking himself again. All right, so now um, 
we cut to Behan, who finds Josephine holding Mr. Fabian in, in her arms, and mm -hmm. he's shot dead. And we learn that some cowboys had gotten away and just decided to kill some people because they're bad guys. And bad guys do what bad guys do. Isn't that right, Chavi? Good job. They tried to steal from her, and he intervened, and they mm -hmm. shot him dead. Yep. This is all ugly, and she don't understand it. You're She's all leaving. so ugly. So we cut to Wyatt, who spots Ringo and about 30 cowboys. It's like, hey, we should hide. Yeah. <laughs> he has a fucking periscope, spy scope or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, Jesus, how many cowboys are there? They've killed a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> it was a big gang. Uh, I mean, all Didn't you gotta they have say is there was sash. about 100 of them at one point? <laughs> yeah, not anymore. All right, so uh, Wyatt and the gang hide out in the old Henry Hooker farm. Henry Hooker's played by the great Charlton Heston. Who I love. Who still looks fucking manly, man. He'll be 85, 90 years old. He's still a manly-looking motherfucker. He's carved out of molten lava. <laughs> He's made a twisted steel and sex appeal. I don't know about the sex appeal, but... All right. So, and in an amazing coincidence, Josephine also stops at the Hooker farm. Hmm. And so we cut to a cowboy um, dropping off a dead Big Masters at the Hooker farm. Everybody's coming to this goddamn farm. Like, it's not a... Don't hide here. Everybody goes here. Uh, he challenges Wyatt to a one-on-one -on -one gunfight for Ringo. He says, just one-on-one -on -one to end it all. Wyatt says, you tell him I'm coming! <laughs> like, all right, dude. Calm the fuck down. So, uh, Doc's in bed, and he's talking to Wyatt. And Wyatt's like, hey, the whole thing with Curly Bill happened so fast, I don't have time to think about it. But I've had plenty of time to think about this, and this is... It scares the shit serious. out of me. <laughs> he goes, hey, can I beat him? He's like... No. <laughs> no. What causes a man like Ringo to do what he does? Doc says, a giant hole in him. There'll never be enough killing or stealing to fill that hole. He wants revenge. For what? For being born. Damn, that's some cold shit. Yeah. You know that Doc's got that same problem. Cold-blooded. That's right. Pimp down. All right, so... Um, Wyatt rides off to go fight Ringo. Like Doc acts like he's gonna come, yeah. and, but he but can't quite get sick. out of it. He's too sick. He's got he's got he's got TB. He's, he's got real bad TB. And he's like, uh, I always want to know what it would feel like to to wear one of them badges. So he leaves his marshal badge with him. Mm-hmm. Might as well said, give me that. Yeah. All right. So um, Wyatt and uh, Texas Creek, no, Turkey Creek and Texas Jack. Turkey. Yeah, Cookie, things you take to the beach. Texas Pete. What kind of creek leads? <laughs> Texas Pete and uh, the Hamburglar and Oval Redenbacher and Turkey Creek. Turkey they creek. all ride up. All ride and up. Texas Jack. And the Cowboys are like, hey, the Green Giants. With quarter them. mile up the road is where Ringo is. He's waiting on you. And at the site, Ringo sees a man walking and he goes, I didn't think you had it in you. Well, I'm your huckleberry. Oh, like, Whoa, shit. dum dum dum. Why oh, they didn't have like a music drop here, shit. I don't know. Yeah. Why Johnny Ringo looked like somebody walked over your grave. <laughs> My fight's not with you, Holiday. It's with her. He goes, I beg to differ, sir. Mm -hmm. We never finished our game. Well, I was just joking. I wasn't. <laughs> All right, Lunger. Let's do it. And you can see Ringo's scared. He's like, well, because he knows he can beat Wyatt, but yeah. no one knows they can beat Doc. No. <laughs> you might shoot Doc and he might keep coming. Yeah. He's <laughs> this, already dead. <laughs> this man's had TB for 20 years and he's just fucking walking around it's smoking. Possible. <laughs> it's possible Doc is immortal. We don't know. Or a vampire. Or both. Yeah. Gunfight and Doc wins. 
He got. He says, "You're no Daisy." So he shoots him in the head, and like Ringo is like yeah, having he's, this. He's having problems. <laughs> he's having an issue. He's like, <laughs> malfunctions. And Doc's got his hand out. He's like, "You're no Daisy. You're no Daisy at all." And he drops. And he goes, "Oh, Paul, so you were just too high strung." And when you know it's amazing. That's when why it shows. That's when why it shows right up, and he's like, "Oh, what's going on here?" <laughs> got played, Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when he said he was too high strung, he put um, Wyatt's badge on top of him. Yeah. Wyatt tells, I mean, Doc tells Wyatt that he was not as sick as he made out. I don't understand the significance of the badge. I don't know why he showed the Makes badge. Makes it legal. Makes it legal, but it also, he can he sees the badge on him when he's walking up. He thinks it's him. Oh, that's why. Because he shows him the bag and he's, well, no, because he has the badge covered. And he says it's legal now. Which, what difference would that make to Johnny fucking Ringo or to Doc Holliday? They were in a duel. They were in a what? A duel. Okay. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> I don't know why having a badge makes it. And having then, a badge is not going to And then he tells why, no. he puts the badge on me and goes, well, I'm not that much of a hypocrite. What? Why? What? I, I don't, hmm? I don't understand this at all. I think it's a lot. So it takes of... it takes me out of the movie because I'm just trying to figure out why this would matter to Doc, why he would show John, why it would matter to Johnny Ringo, right, we're why it would matter here. to Wyatt. I think you it's know, all just I think it's all just a part of the movie. It's all just we're bad guys, but we're lawmen, but we're bad guys, and then uh, hot Doc is like you know he's kind of on the edge. Everybody has a badge. Ringo yeah. had a badge. Yeah. Doc had a badge. Everybody had a badge except for uh, yeah. I mean, Behan deputized a bunch of those fucking cowboys because mm-hmm. well, he's anyway, a douchebag. Wyatt wants to finish this. Last charge of Wyatt Earp and his immortals. Murder montage number two. Where they <laughs> kill every motherfucking body except Ike. 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 Who takes <laughs> off his sash. Who takes off his sash. is like, he I quit the cowboys, fuck them. And that was enough for them. They they had guns on them and they're like, yep, that'll do. And put their guns away. I gotta believe Wyatt Earp would have shot that motherfucker anyway. Like what? How many chances? I think that was maybe symbolic though. Mm-hmm. They took Ike, out the cowboys. That, yeah, over well, cowboys. Well, no, that Ike... Threw his sash away and disappeared. I like. I'm sure they. I'm sure that that did not happen in the middle of a horse chase. No. He probably just quit the gang and moved to uh, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Actually, moved to California. Uh, at the Glenwood Sanitarium, we see Wyatt goes to see Doc, who's dying. Again. Mm-hmm. They're playing poker, and Wyatt has brought him a gift and he hands it to him, and they're playing poker, and he's like, "Oh." How are we? Oh, I'm down $17. So they play a hand. and You're the only one I can afford to lose to anymore. And Doc's like, why are you here? Go find that lovely woman. Take her in your arms. Do the hibbity-dibbity. That's verbatim. That's what he said. Exactly. And then Doc tells him, tells Wyatt about the one time he was actually in love was with his first cousin. I'm like, gross. And Lincoln's like, <laughs> wasn't gross back then. And then you find out, well, she joined a convent over the affair. It was gross back then if she joined a convent <laughs> over the affair. Well, she was just really spiritual. I'm just saying, it's not... Well, she fucked her cousin and it freaked her out. It was always gross, but it wasn't recognized as gross. It wasn't illegal. It's illegal now. Well, I think it's illegal. It wasn't uh, recognized it as, as gross as it is. Like, now we're like, ugh. But, like, they didn't think of it that way then. Yeah, well, they should have. All right, well, anyway. I mean, why those small towns and, you know. So, then it gets up and he says, thanks for always being there, Doc. And he leaves. As he well, leaves... Doc is like, if you ever cared about me, don't come back here. Yeah. Like, I don't want you life. to see me die. Yeah. yeah. And go Just get go on with your life. Just go move on yeah. with your life. Yeah. Nobody sitting in a hospital bed wants, you know, their friends to look at them and see pity and all. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like, it's just dying. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Let me die. So, um, 
Doc I sees the gift. Don't let me die alone. Okay, gotcha. Facts. I'm just putting All it right, out there. Calm down. So we see what, what Wyatt has brought Doc, and it's a book called My Friend Doc Holiday by Wyatt Earp. And if that's an actual thing, that's probably worth a lot of money. <laughs> if you could find that somewhere, I mean, <laughs> check how, eBay. How it would survive this long. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> Because it's not a book book. It's just like It's like paper. a little pamphlet. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody, yeah, when Doc Holliday died, they'd yeah. like, oh, look, oh, that's cute. And they threw it away. Probably. <laughs> Unfortunately. So Wyatt finds Josephine, and they live happy after, have a, have a, words are hard, happily ever after on room service. Voice over to close the movie, we learn that the legend of Wyatt Herb grew, and so was his influence in early Hollywood. Two early Western people were at his funeral in 1929, where one of them actually wept. I'm like, really? There was supposed to be a movie about Wyatt Earp was telling, selling his life story the week he died. I have a question. Okay. And I asked Tony, and he was not sure. I said, forgive me if I wasn't paying attention when they mentioned it. Oh. At the beginning, they're very wealthy. And then at the end, he's like, I don't have any money. I can't afford to lose to anybody. And when he finds Josephine, he's like, I have nothing to give you. What happened to all the money? I uh, blew it on the horses. I that suspect, doesn't say it. They, I suspect the vengeance tour is maybe expensive. That's, that was Tony's theory. They never really say, <laughs> if, but... But suddenly he's like broke. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's also, let's consider this. about it. Uh, was his money in a bank or was his money in a box? Because perhaps the cowboys burned his house down and what stole all his assets. But, well, maybe they were... They just, might have been bust. Just because yeah, they were deeds of mine didn't mean there was anything Just because they were mine didn't mean they made any money. And he, like, if all of his money was money. actual paper cash that he had in his house and they burned his house down or some bullshit, he mm. might not actually have any money. All right. So what did you think, Carly, since, you know, well, I don't you, want to go first. You do, why not? Because I, I, picked I you. don't care about this movie as much as other people. Well, that's why I picked you, you, because I want to end on a good note. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry so, if I pick somebody's favorite stuff and they get upset. <laughs> I don't care about this movie. I'm like, that's why I picked you. I know you like the movie. She just doesn't want to take people's lines and stuff. That's okay. We'll all, all right. get over it. My favorite character is Doc Holliday. That's mine. You can't pick that one. Too bad. You called me first. <laughs> Interesting. My least favorite character is Behan, with Ike as a close second. <laughs> My <laughs> favorite scene is when the cowboy, when Ike and Strebeck or whatever his name Strebeck. is. Strebeck? <laughs> That's from Dragnet. Stillwater. <laughs> Stillwater. Try to ambush the herbs at the train station. His name is Pep. Please <laughs> <laughs> use their first name, Carly. Who names their kid Pep? <laughs> we talked about this already. It's Joseph. Yeah. And Wyatt is behind them, that that um, train station scene. My favorite tertiary object. I like the cup that, top, that Doc plays with. And my favorite line is when he says, Oh, Johnny, I apologize. I forgot you were there. You may go now. <laughs> <laughs> He's so dismissive. He's like, Oh, sorry, dude with a shotgun. <laughs> You're not a threat. Uh, I'll give it a yay. All right. I don't love it. I'll take but it. I can understand why people do. Uh, you said yay. Can't take it back. Go. <laughs> Audra. Who takes back season? Oh, yeah. Go get Ben's ready. Audra's right. favorite we'll character and ben and then you guys go. is Doc Holliday. Her least favorite character is the tie between Curly Bill and Josephine. I never liked her. 
Uh, her fave line is, you tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. That's a good line. Um, her favorite scene is the OK Corral scene, and she yays this movie. She loves Kurt Russell in this movie. Mm-hmm. So Audra's a yay. All right. Um, How did, what, not your turn, Ben's turn. Oh, before I go, Ben <laughs> yeah. goes? Okay. Ben goes. All right, Ben's favorite character is Wyatt Earp. Mm-hmm. There was an argument. <laughs> I'm just letting that sink in. Okay. Interesting. Ben, I know you're mad. I did not influence them to talk about what a piece of shit Wyatt Earp is this whole movie. They just did that <laughs> on their really own volition. Ben, I can attest to And that. Nikki's favorite was then Doc Holliday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lee's favorite character was Maddie Earp. Mm-hmm. His favorite scene is when Wyatt stands up to Johnny Tyler, Billy Bob Thornton. Favorite line, you're no Daisy. Because Doc just shot Johnny Ringo mm-hmm. in the head and is yelling at him. You're no Daisy. His favorite tertiary object is Virgil Earp's cane. Mm-hmm. Oh, Highest of yays. He wants to give it a yay plus, not a yay minus. A yay <laughs> plus. Yay. And I said. Plus. Wyatt Earp. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a fight. And then, and then I had to, then, call... then he immediately called me and bitched me out. Argument. Yes. Oh no, did I just write on my face? No. All okay. right, Elaine, you're up. Uh, my favorite character is Doc Holliday. Hmm. My least no favorite days. character is Ike. That dude is a coward and I don't hmm. like him. Um my favorite line is who? You know very well who I mean. That dusky hued lady Satan. Okay. I just love it. I just love it. There's a lot of really good lines yeah. in the movie, so... I have a second favorite line, but I no, just... No, no, no. I just like how he said he called her that dusky hue lady Satan. Uh, my favorite scene is the scene at the Oriental after the night at the theater when Ringo and Doc... Ringo does the pistol flips and he's all... And then Doc comes back with his little, his little whiskey cup. Being a douchebag, I just really love that. A, he was not being a douchebag. He was being an asshole. I, I like that scene. I like that whole scene at the Oriental with yeah, Curly Bill and the Baton. Futon-esque. Yeah, Futon-esque. And my favorite tertiary object is Curly Bill's boots with the playing cards on them. Yeah, those are nice. <laughs> uh, and I will give this a yay Ooh. because this movie's very good. That's... I feel like I did not leave enough room for all the people who are going to yay this movie. All right. Um, it's four yay so far. Uh-huh. I have a chance to be have mm-hmm. be the first six. The first yay, sixer. The first six yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my I mean, favorite character mm-hmm. is Doc Holliday. <laughs> Big shot. Cross my fingers on this yep. one. My least favorite character is Baron Baron. What was his name? Behan. Behan. Don't mess with the Behan. Mm-hmm. Uh, or do mess with the Behan because yeah. he's a coward. He was making an Adam Sandler movie. Reference. My favorite mm-hmm. scene is the one that Elaine picked with the the cup. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's everybody's favorite scene. What are we doing with this line? Do you, you do you want? No, you go ahead. It's one of the two lines we picked. Probably. You go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go ahead. So if I pick one, you're gonna pick the other. Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, well, we'll then see. my favorite is when uh, what's his name asks Holiday, and he's like, uh, "What the hell are you doing this for, Holiday?" Because because Wyatt Earp is my friend. He goes, "Hell, I got lots of friends. I don't." That's one of my favorite lines mm-hmm. ever, but it, especially in this movie. Mm-hmm. And the favorite tertiary object is Earp's peacemaker. Okay. I almost picked that. And I, I will, highest of yays. Highest of yays. Yay plus. Right. I watched it this morning. I can watch it again. We watched it last night. All right. Now, can I get the ever elusive six yays? Will I name my own movie that everybody else loves? No, mm-hmm. you won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, my favorite character, I got to go with Doc. Okay. And I just want to point out, I'm very sorry, Ben, but that makes 
five, six, if you count Nikki, six people for Doc. <laughs> Sorry, man. You just have to point it out. My least favorite character is Wyatt, and I mm-hmm. swear to God, I wrote it. <laughs> Before really, Ben, I'm sorry. He's a real futon. <laughs> I mean, from the first scene you see him in, till the, either he steals a horse the first time you see him, or it was his horse. We don't know. You know what? We may be getting an email. <laughs> I kind of wanted. I almost wanted to pick as my favorite character, John and Ringo, because yeah. <laughs> um, I love him so much. So Anyways, my, my other continue, favorite character sorry. was Ringo. Mm-hmm. Says Doc. Yeah. Or Ringo. Yeah. I mm-hmm. went with Doc because why not? Um, my favorite scene, I had the same one that you guys did, but I can go with my backup, which is the thing between the opening credits and the, and the closing credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole scene in there. That's a good Tony one. said yeah. at one point, we're going to have to go back and rewatch that part. Or just the whole movie. I said, Tony, we won't have time. You're going to have to pick the best parts. And he goes... The opening to the closing. And I'm like, it's too long. <laughs> Two hours and nine minutes of fun. Um, my favorite line is, that's a hell of a thing to say to me. And if that was your other one. No, it was going to be the, my, my other favorite line is, do? No, is the, it, the whole. Is it, I want your uh, blood. I want your souls. I want them right now. That's good too. I don't want no trouble. Well, you got trouble. Or like, how no. about. You wretched slugs! You don't have the guts to play for blood. Do none of you have the guts to play for blood? I'm your Huckleberry. One of my other favorite lines is, "I'm your Huckleberry," yeah. or "You're a Daisy if you do." Yeah. But I went with, "That's a hell of a thing to say to me," mm-hmm. because uh, the context of the scene is, you know, you don't have to be in this fight. He's like, "Fuck you! Yeah. I don't have to be here." It hurts. Uh, but it, Take but that dagger on my I back. I thought you would pick the other the other line. I thought was the he's got a hole in him that can't be filled by how many people. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. I was actually that. you know that's I was going to really pick your line, but that's a good line too. And my favorite object, I went with all the facial hair. Yes, it was real. <laughs> but special mention to Sam Elliott, who gets a uh, special mention for growing his stash most seriously. My. And usually having it. Well, you actually yeah, but I actually put in here growing his stash most mm-hmm. seriously. <laughs> Um, and favorite mustache is Sam Elliott as well. So, um, also, also, plus. also kudos to Val Kilmer's Doc and Bane's uh, Ringo for being that awesome in a movie with Kurt Russell and Sam Elliott and Bill Paxton. That's true. And you're still <laughs> awesome. You know? My my sec my backup tertiary object was Florentino's mustache, or was that a beard, or what is that facial? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tell. Does anybody know what that facial hair is called? Please email us and let me know if that like type of old... facial hair has a particular name. Because I know if you have a beard and no mustache, that's called a whaler. I know it's kind of like the old what they used to call the old Fu Manchu when you do yes. that, and then you have the beard part. But a Fu Manchu is a mustache, though. Well, Carly, but I've seen it where it's <laughs> not. Just yes, it doesn't go all the way across, yeah. but it's still a mustache. Yeah. That's really just like at it's the mouth really crease. Okay, but anyway. Go ahead. All right. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Talks. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. If Wyatt is your favorite character, we'd like to know so we can like give Ben some backup. <laughs> All right. And who are you next week? On the podcast. For Tony's pick. 2014's It Follows. Which has something to do with um, Georgie? No, no, actually it doesn't. So Elaine doesn't. Do we really need to talk about Georgie twice in one day? That's true, because our neighbor's putting up his Halloween decorations. I was like, oh, we put up his Halloween decorations. And Elaine goes, is Georgie out there yet? Oh, shit. That's right. (laughs) That's that noise you heard when you looked up. That's him building Halloween decorations. The neighbors across the street from us 
did uh, this is a good time decorate to have their whole yard. And it's like half scary, half cutesy. It's odd. <laughs>